Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and Twitter. We got an email. You can reach us at mail at ivpod.com. And we would really appreciate your support on Patreon. Let's begin episode 96, the IV Podcast. Hi, Clayton. Howdy. What's up, John? <laughs> Sorry, I caught you off. We're guard. reading the papers, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like Sunday. We're, we're, we're doing the Sunday paper, Sunday morning paper edition. Yeah. No beard this episode. No just beers. Because it's 9.30 in the morning or 10 in the morning. Yeah, Sunday. I mean, I suppose you could bloody marry it. Yeah. I wasn't quite nah, ready for that. Nah. Not today. I did a brew tour yesterday. I should give my liver a little break. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. But I'm enjoying this. We're having a delicious, special French press yes. coffee. And I can already Portland, start to Portland feel... Portland coffee beans. Are you buzzing? I'm already starting to feel my blood uh, boiling or, you know, I can feel getting jitter, jittery. Yeah. I had my two cups, my two cups yeah. of normal morning coffee and now this on we're, top of it. So it's like, woo! If we're talking a little quick this episode, <laughs> especially compared to the last one. Yeah, this is the exact opposite. <laughs> exact opposite of the last episode where I feel like I might have gotten a little tipsy. Like after the episode was done... I was like, I'm feeling really jacked, like we always do. You know, you have you a good episode, up. you get pumped up. And then I listened to it during the editing. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I think uh, I was getting a little sloshy with the words there towards the end of the episode. Good times. Good hang. <laughs> good hang. So That's welcome. Right. This is the, yeah, the Ivy Podcast. We are episode 96. We're going to do, we're, this is actually going to be a little bit different episode than we've done. Because we're going to do a normal show here at the beginning, talk about some, there's a lot of local topics that have kind of happened over the last couple weeks, so we want to talk about some of those, and then at the end, we're going to do something special. At the very, very end of the show, we're going to tack on episode eight, which was episode eight, Topical Curiosities was the name of the show, One of from 2010, November 2010, which is actually kind of impressive because we started the show October 2010. The fact that we were on episode eight in November is kind of impressive. We were really cranking them out. Well, were we doing them every week? I think we were in the beginning. Well, we were also like kind of doing a couple at a time. Oh, right. We backlogged like, them. We backlogged them a little bit. Er, so, in those early episodes, we we would kind of pick a topic, like a local, like almost sometimes local history type stuff or just uh, just things about the area, right? Yes. So, we had, yeah, exactly. it, That episode is almost one of the first ones we did. About like kind of like similar to what we're doing today, where we're just taking kind of what's in the news, kind yes. of a Sunday papers, exactly. sort of ideal, like we're. And ideal. I thought it would be fun to do this because if I started listening to that episode, and the interesting thing is, it's ten years ago, and yet we're talking about a lot of the same exact stuff we're talking about now. So it's it's just, but then there's some things too about it that are totally different. Yeah, how ten years. So it's kind of interesting just as a time capsule. To see what has changed and what has not changed, right? So we thought it'd be fun to kind of tack it. I, on. I listened to it and I, it wasn't too cringy, but we'll, it, hit, we'll yeah. hit it on. That. I was actually, I was like, well, that's all right. It wasn't so bad. I was worried about it. So. I thought it would be worse. <laughs> I mean, I can tell we are. It's a, ten years does a lot to a person. So I mean, we are kind of different people. A lot, a lot of hot video game talk. A lot of hot video game talk. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I made a uh, a Hitler 
a gay Hitler comment that while I was <laughs> listening to it, I was cringing because I was like, oh, 10 years ago, you could get away with saying something like that. Maybe night might not be a good thing to say right now. So I warn I, people, there could be offensive material. I think it's still fine. Yeah, I think so, Personally, too. Personally, I uh, thought it was appropriate. And, and okay. the talk on the C word <laughs> was pretty <laughs> fun. So we'll get into that maybe a little bit. <laughs> we'll, yeah. get, we'll preview it a little bit towards the end of the show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're doing that a little bit differently this time. Something, something different. Yeah. So... What we 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 said there was a lot of new news stuff in the area, right? So I think the first one we should talk about is the uh, I learned a new word. I think I may have heard it in the past, but the derecho or the derico. Der- yeah, I'm not. I, sure. I think it's derecho. I heard that on the radio. Okay, that's how okay. you say it. So that was a thing. Okay, uh, I did any, not know. Any yes. fallout from your and on your end? Anything happened? We uh, were pretty minor. Yeah. There was some minor damage, but not nothing compared to what what happened right. elsewhere. You get I mean, power back that night, too. We got power back that night. Same here. And I did not let it stop me. We talked before the show. It did not stop me from cooking. I got my camping gear out, and I cooked supper that you night. You did a proper I, dinner like a, like a man. I did, because I already had the meat defrosted, ready to go. It was Just marinated. Just open the fridge really quick, grab it out, try yes. to close the fridge without letting too much cold air out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what we're referring to, so we're recording this, what is today? I don't even know what Sunday, today. the 23rd? 23rd, Sunday the 23rd. Morning coffee talk. Yeah. We, uh, the Derrico, or what did you say? Derecho. Derecho. I like Derrico better, but I think Derecho is actually how you're supposed to say it. Yeah, that's probably. So I, I, this was, what day did that actually happen? It was a week, it would have been two weeks from Monday. So it would have been, I don't know, the the, 10th maybe? 10th-ish? Yeah. Yeah, so there was a massive wave of storms that just wiped through the Midwest, really, it just, it started, I think the worst of it might have been in Iowa, and it wiped through Illinois, yeah. into Indiana. And, it's like 750 plus miles long. It ended up being 150 miles wide. And it was uh, just this massive, set, like, you know, places 75 mile per hour wind and up just wiped through really quick, like hurricane style winds that I've never, ever seen in my life the, the damage, the trees down like yeah. this, just the storm. It was right. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, I, we, we, luckily I work at a place, we don't have a basement, but they actually put in like, oh, was there six of them? Um, bunkers, tornado oh. bunker shelters. Oh, cool. Um, and so it, it, our staffing is low. So you was like me and one other person in this thing for 20 minutes plus just waiting this thing out. And it was sounded, it was just nuts because it was like hail, a little bit of hail at some points and just yeah. wind howling. And it's like, well, I'm glad I'm in here and not out there. It's like, yeah. worst case scenario, like a car blows on the door to get out of that thing. That <laughs> Right, we I had mean, our phones on us and just sat there which, looking at our phones, waiting it out. Got that a sounds hot. A little that sounds stuffy, crazy. But, a car yeah. flipping sounds crazy, but there were semis tipped over all over the place. Right, yep. so it's not that's that's what happened. And, and in Ottawa too, there was uh, EF one tornado down. Like it was a really tiny tornado, but right in one isolated area by the floor to ceiling store that okay. had its whole facade and roof damaged. Wow, um, which is it's like right in the kind of right off the canal off a of twenty three near kind of six so like within a quarter mile of route six there so if you okay if, if that that was a real isolated little spot where they're and they said winds up plus 100 miles an hour so and wow. i believe it so one of the things i heard too is like in town there's enough cover that a lot of the trees in this area aren't if you if you're if you're out in the country a lot of trees kind of get there could be a storm where there's 50 mile an hour winds that'll kind of prune themselves you know mm-hmm. and a lot of folks in town their trees aren't thinned out ever a lot of people don't probably take care of them as maybe as well as they should sure it's just because you're not conscious of it you're not aware that you should probably every handful maybe five to 
10 years ish, you should kind of get someone to come in and take out the thin out your your stuff just to okay. for whatever reasons. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not an arborist, but I, I know there's probably some maintenance that doesn't get done for certain teak trees and stuff. So this was just a full on. We're just gonna cut loose everything that's even you know probably could have been cut. You know what I mean? So like yeah. everything just it was. You're right. This I mean my neighborhood was it was crazy just coming in. I mean I had to take side streets at a certain point because roads were blocked all totally over the blocked place. off it, with trees. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> I felt like when I was driving home from street or uh, from work, uh, I take the I was driving. Where the area, the Sandy Ford Bridge, you kind of drop down and you cross the Sandy Ford Bridge. And I felt there was a scene in Twister where there's like stuff dropping all over and they're, you know, dipping, dashing through. Yeah, yeah, right. I felt like that because there was so much stuff all over the road. It was crazy. So that's where you're coming into... um uh, 39 like after you were coming you know what i mean where's well where's I, I back road my oh. way back oh uh, do you for, through to from streeter to peru okay like I, cool. I back road to tonica and then i dropped down on 251 from there i actually don't even take 39 uh, nice i, I figured out i can do it faster is that the bridge that was in a tv show that's just starting yes on HBO? The hbo that's yeah. exactly okay it's featured in that uh shoot what's the name of that show it's like a horror show or something i think i saw the beginning speaking of, of uh while i'm matter. thinking of it speaking of of TV show, movie type thing. I have to a retraction from last episode because I know uh, our uh, Patreon supporter Johnny Durango let me know that uh, I made a mistake, which I totally botched it. I was talking all about this 1917. Yeah, 19, yeah I was talking. I was saying, oh, this World War Two movie, 1941 or something. I was <laughs> thinking way of the off. video game. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> the of that. Nintendo well, game. <laughs> that, I don't know what I was. Yeah, that was the video game. That's right. But I was thinking about that. I was totally off. I, was, I meant to say the movie 1917, which is about World War One. Right. So I was way off. Okay. Um, That's a good the correction, The beer's yeah. talking, so sorry about that, everybody. Retraction. That's fine, right? <laughs> so you, you were ducking and diving and made it back home, and did you have, did you get redirected at, at all? Like, or one, once you made it into town, were you okay? I had to, well, after I picked up my kids from daycare, I just kind of did. I did exactly what they said not to do. Drove around and drove around a yeah. little bit just to see, just a, a taste of the damage. And I was, yeah, I was running into blocked roads and and just like you <laughs> describe. I mean, I just I couldn't believe it. I've never seen anything like yeah. it. I mean, seen you see trees down here and there, but just to see such a massive wave of trees down all around the area. Right. And then I felt like an ass as a result because here on the last episode, I'm talking shit about City of Peru and their their uh, power bills, which I still back that up i do think they could could have communicated that better with the crazy sure. rates nonetheless the, you know the city's electric department and from what i hear all the local cities just did a crazy awesome job right we're, we're lucky things we're up. lucky to be in peru that they have their own electric department so we didn't have to rely on outside crews to come in and right. get service back online so. so how fast they were able to get power back up that day and then um so it was phenomenal. So I had to kind of put my foot in my mouth slightly yeah. with that. I feel like uh, they did a great job. And from what I hear, other towns, the cleanup went well. But for the power, you know, Peru was up, back up and running pretty quick. Yeah. And there was, I'm sure there were spots around Peru that didn't come up till the next day or even later, yeah. I think. Well, the but, crazy uh, thing was towns like McNabb, which didn't have, so that happened on a Monday. And then I know the town of McNabb didn't have power back till Thursday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think the valley, parts of Spring Valley didn't have it back till Wednesday. Wow. And that, so that kind of, you know, that for me, it harkens back to when with, with the tornado in Naplate. So I, when I lived in Ottawa, that we got ours back in Ottawa the next day, but it reminded me of that experience. Like, because I drove, I was driving into to, to Tonica, or, or I'm sorry, driving into Naplate when the tornado hit. So I, and then I 
went from Naplate home that night and just seeing the carnage that was a tornado. I mean, that was worse than this, obviously. But, sure. Um, very similar, like similar event in my opinion, and just in terms of like that experience of like driving to your home, going like, well, huh, things are going to look different now. Yeah. Like just in an you know in an instant, like all of a sudden. Uh, that tree just doesn't exist anymore. It's yeah. gone. It's <laughs> or the, I mean, there's telephone poles that replaced and down lines and everything like that. That's how that experience felt for me. And I, I, that this makes had me uh, uh, rang true the same way. And actually, for me, what was so funny when I uh, oddly, and this is me not being prepared, but I when I went to leave work that afternoon, I I had told myself I was going to get gas on my lunch break or like I was going to get gas right after work. Well, all the power was out in Ottawa. So I went to go to the gas station. I couldn't get it. I, I was oh, nervous. No. I didn't have enough gas to get home. So I was like, oh, so I went back to my workplace thinking we had a gas can for running a snowblower, but we have good maintenance folks and they obviously used up that gas to, so we didn't have old gas for next year. Mm-hmm. So then I went, oh, so I called one of my friends in Ottawa and was like, hey, can you, th- you got any gas in a gas can I could take to get home? Because <laughs> I was nervous God. I wasn't going to be able to get home. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, I do, man, but the bridge is down. There's trees down on both sides of it. So you can't get to the South side from where I was at. And then I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Wow. Like, I just want to go home. So what'd you do? Well, what I did is I just hopped on 23 and started heading towards the South side thinking that, you know, at some point that the, the, the bridge would get open pretty quickly. They'll, they'll make that a priority. Obviously it's a highway. Yeah. Uh, and luckily in Ottawa, like up by the highway, the, the BP station North of the highway was out without electricity. The Thornton's just South of the highway was, um, without power, but the BP south of the Thorntons actually was still open. Oh, so good. there was a you line forming. I I pull. I was able to pull right in, but when I left, there was a line of cars forming to get gas. Oh, I bet. And uh, <laughs> I I gassed up and took Route Six home because I was like, it was still super windy because this was only like four o'clock. So the storm, like the tail end of the high winds and stuff, was still hitting us at that point. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't seventy, but it was you know thirty five, forty mile an hour, probably with fifty mile an hour gusts at that point. Maybe maybe less than that a bit, but still pretty kind of kind of a silly ride home where I'm going. Well, I knew I should get gas, you know, and I I run my I, I can get back and forth to Ottawa almost I don't know seven or eight days. I can't go two full weeks on with my car as it is, but pretty close. You, you know? even want to pull a Kramer from Seinfeld? Remember that episode where he, he's test driving oh, a car just and they're running? It. They were risking it. He was yeah. on E. He's like start holding hands. And, <laughs> uh, we're doing it. I you know, and that's so funny because. Um, I probably would have made it, but it would have been like truly fumes by yeah. the time I made it here. And I was like, well, what if I run into a spot where I end up, there's a down tree or something somewhere, and then I have to, to shoot up a country road or go around or do something if my route gets dis- disrupted at all. You're, well, well, I mean, well I, actually, in that case, too, if you were going up against a 40 mile per hour wind, you would be going a, right, right against it. Yeah, so which would be help. burning more gas, yeah. too. Yeah, If I had the tailwind, I, I would have done it. Yeah, but right? Yeah. I, Put I, the sails up and yeah, just throw yeah. it home. Yeah. Well, just, but no, I. it was just one of those things where it's like, how, oh, in terms of preparedness and like the prepper mentality, like if you have one, you have none. If you have two, you're, you're okay. You know, yeah. that kind of mentality of know. like keeping, never Anybody. letting your tank get below a half tank or. Wow. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, that just makes me think of the, uh, our, our sponsor, Stacy Mayer's designs. I just saw on Facebook, she's got a, a mask, a COVID mask on one side. It says 2020. The other side, it says sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. This is just a, yeah, it's, another it's example of why this year sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it's a it it's a things happen kind of thing, and it seems to be a 
perfect storm, as they say. But, <laughs> yeah, I, well, that kind of parlays into the the schools starting back up, and I know I have I am a a nervous wreck right now. I mean, my uh, kids' uh, preschools are getting started this week, and mm-hmm. uh, my nephew who's staying with us. He started LP last week, and it's just. Just another thing to build anxiety in, in you as if for parents out there. I'm sure everybody's going through it. Like, what's going to happen? How long is this going to last? I, I mean, I was lucky that my work's going to let me do some, like, routine remote work while the kids are doing remote learning so I can kind of keep tabs on things. But if they go full remote, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know how people are supposed to de- deal with this. I, I just don't. Right. It's, I, I just hope as we... Uh, Illinois, there's some really good news in regard to the outbreak, in my opinion. So the, the testing in Illinois, the, the saliva test, has been uh, like approved. Oh, okay. that was something that was developed at the University of Illinois, and, and it seems to be a quicker test. Um, you can turn the results around faster, and it's, it seems like maybe a little easier to administer, I'm, I'm guessing. That's um, great. The, yeah, well, the one thing that, that will help pull us out of this is testing. So even if we don't have vaccines or anything, but it, at least if we have better testing and you can start to, if you have a a, a, a a student test positive, you can pull the teacher and all the kids. Yeah, and you can limit their their um, quarantine okay. time or whatever, and and be able to test everybody and then do appropriate contact tracing. Like if you can do the testing right, we could manage this a lot better. Sure. And that's why that push, the push for testing is so important. Yeah. Knowledge uh, is power, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, it's like it. early on, we all, we, one of the things I think we've said in every episode where we've talked about it, and it's probably been every single one since this whole thing started is the, the all the anxiety and everything just stems from ignorance. So no one knows anything. And, and they're, they, the government is, is, they don't have they have a playbook but it's it's moving right so your decisions are always being it's it's not static it's dynamic everything is changing at every day yeah or maybe not everything is changing but as as we learn more we can make more educated decisions so early on it was like we just need to not we need to limit everybody's exposure and and go into quarantine so we can try to limit the spread right um you know you can only do that for so long before you start to have more carnage or whatever you want to you know uh, f- uh, financial or um, wh- what am I looking for? Much well, like the economic impact. Yeah, yeah, of it. yeah, exactly. So I mean that you you have to start weighing all that out, and then you, that starts people start to get all panicky or whatever. But sure, you have to. We, our kids have to go to school. Yes, and and now we're we're at that point where we're crossing that. And hopefully, we have the testing to support the the and be able hopefully be able to do it safely and it seems like that they're, they're doing a better job treating it and and it doesn't like it as we've gotten into it the the death rate has fallen and, and I, I think was, it's more widespread than they think too so we're starting again to get to the point where um it seems more manageable uh, uh, i hope so well and that's what i that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping we'll see if well, they can, I can, can say illinois that kids what are they had 50 solid thousand tests administered yesterday and that that's important because we can they can start to it kind of stemmed the tide of it. Like, it, it hopefully, it can limit the spread by being able to test more people. Sure. So I hope so. I felt a lot more comfortable about things when I went to. So I have a, I have a child who's starting kindergarten this year. So they did a actual in person meetup with the with the teacher, and they were they you know it was yeah small Lucy, groups. Lucy went to her. She's in first. I was. It made me feel better about how they were handling things in the school and how everything. many kids are with with. Yeah, in my uh, kids' class, I think there's only like six or seven kids in right. his 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 group because they've split it up. And yeah. I was like, well, this is great. He's actually going to get more attention from yeah. the teacher. So even though they have limited classroom time, they're still um, they're going to get more attention. Right. L- with with Lucy, she had eight. Yeah. 
So that's amazing. But she's one of eight. That's spectacular. I mean, that's. I mean, if you're for that kind of, uh, I mean, if you're only going to for two half days, at least they're getting like that's going to be phenomenal. And like yeah, the teachers then, did say, like we're going to get a lot done. Yeah, exactly. Which makes me feel good. Like I, I'm, and then I'm I felt better, better about. about the decision to send your kid. Yeah, I feel better about that, and then I feel better about remote because I know as a kindergartner, thinking to myself, how the hell is remote yeah, learning going to work for ask, that? Ask my wife about that. Yeah, they tried it last year, <laughs> crying, a lot of tears. Yeah, I just figured, how is that going <laughs> to work? But they said they're going to get same, so much. But... They're going to get so much done during the class time because they have more one-on-one atten- less kids right. that they don't have to do as much right. on the remote. Days. When, and I know with like, I think like at kindergarten, you get start to get 20, 25 kids in a classroom. It's chaos. Oh yeah, and, and like trying to be uh, trying to keep those kids corralled i mean it's like <laughs> yeah it's a lot of effort yeah so, so it just trying to keep them quiet is half the battle and with eight kids it's just so much easier probably to just keep them on point and, and on topic or whatever you're trying to do with them so. so speaking of that i gotta send out an apology to our upcoming guest we're going to be having uh comedian and local illinois valley alumni andy kozell is going to yeah. be coming on the show he was actually this was supposed to be the show we had him on for episode 96 but just things have been so weird and crazy with the school getting back going and 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 yeah, it's just also we, we pushed it back grad. a little bit. You, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so you did radio too, there. You will all be yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll catch up with Andy uh, hopefully on our next show, episode yeah. ninety seven. So yeah, we're we're still staying on track too. We're we're we've been we're still going, going towards, for um, we've been back at it for almost a year again. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm glad you, it's kind of a good moment. So to take this opportunity to uh, talk about you know something I I'm really jacked about is uh so the uh, I think we talked about it on one of our previous shows we were trying to reach out to people and say hey vote for us for the readers choice awards for news tribune because they have they always do their annual readers choice and I don't know what it was in the past with our show I just never felt like we should be on that list or even make a go of it. I <laughs> sure. just, you know, I don't know what it was. Well, Maybe it's a the, confidence it was, thing. We were in the radio station, which. Yeah, because there isn't actually a, a, a category four podcasts. I right. think they should probably consider changing that. But they, uh, here uh, moving forward in, with the how podcasts have exploded. But uh, anyway, this year, you know, with our 10 year anniversary coming, you know, 100th show coming up, we thought, let's. Let's make a go and see if we can at least get on the list. Yeah, John made it happen though. Yeah, I just yeah, I did I didn't care what we got. Just wanted to be on the list. Right. And holy hell, I mean, you're you're if you're listening to it this week, you're going to be the first to find out on the 29th it will be announced that we got third place uh, for the top for radio the, station. The, for the top radio station, we got third place. So thank you so much to <laughs> our friends and family and listeners who helped us vote and get on that list. That's I, way more than I ever expected. Was, yeah. That's just insane. So, and that, and that said, you know, I'm hoping that maybe some, this, you know, that's going to give us some new exposure. So sure. People are going to see our name on the list and be like, who the, who the hell are these guys? Let's check them out. So, thought, you know, maybe we could just do a quick introduction. Sure. So, I know. So, uh, you know, we, this is our, coming up on our 10th year, it, previously called the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast, just recently the past a uh, couple shows, we've rebranded ourselves the Illinois Valley Podcast, and uh, so I'm John Spellich, you know, if you are if you don't know me. I'm Clayton Jaquins. Yeah, so we're both uh, lifelong Peru uh, residents. Uh, I work in Streeter. I used to work in Mendota, now I work in Streeter. 
Uh, Clayton works in Ottawa. Used yeah. to live in Ottawa. I lived in Ottawa for almost ten years. Yeah, so and we uh, moved back. It's been a year since we've lived back in Peru. But yeah, so we're and we both went away to college and did some other things. We lived right. away for a while, came back, started up the show right when podcasting was starting to get just hot. getting started. Yeah, um, taught a class at IV uh, once one semester. Yeah, we had we did. the uh, how to podcast class. So that I think that adds some legitimacy, right? Sure, to our, yeah. to our pursuits. Um, and that was, was fun. And it was funny, though. It, when it all started, like, why did we start the show? It's like, it was 10 years ago, and we were both, like, Clayton and I were both podcast enthusiasts. We were looking for new shows. And I remember looking, I thought, well, there should be a, there's got to be a local podcast, right? I mean, this, this is a cool thing. And it turned out there was nothing that existed. And we got to talk, and it's like, maybe we should just make our own. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I could do, I'll set it up. He's an engineer. So it was like, all right, well, I'll tack on to this. I, 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 we kind of grew up on talk radio, sports talk radio, and yeah, yeah, different stuff for sure. I mean, and we I, both had done had some like speaking experience, so yeah. we felt comfortable with right. the idea. You had taught at uh, ISU, right? Yeah, yeah, I did a teaching assistantship, graduate assistantship, so I wasn't shy about getting up in front of people. I think you still get nervous and not like the most comfortable sometimes but i think sure. that's healthy right it's nerves versus anxiety i suppose but um yeah I, I i thought it would be what the heck you know someone's gonna end up doing it might as well be us yeah and, yeah um just sort of do it as a hobby it's not something we're trying to get rich or sell no or, right no we've never um, tried to do that and that's kind of and we do advertising but we kind of pretty limited but we do it for the things and the brands and the things that we like local you know we have had a lot of sponsors over the years of, of cool stuff that uh, yeah. we certainly uh, appreciate and and um, yeah it's, it's just kind of a fun thing we'd like to do and we uh it fills we get, a void you know nothing yeah. i mean there are other podcasts out there and we'll i'll we'll, we'll read off the list of course as we always do but uh yeah that's i feel like this is you know it's we, fun to do and if we you always like find good guests, the area. We too. want to promote the area, you know? Right. It's like, we like the area. I think know? it kind of started for us, too, is like we, when we were in college, and, and I'm sure there's probably this, a similar per, uh, perspective or uh, attitude about the Illinois Valley was, a lot of it was the silly stereotypes about people drinking and, sure. and partying and this and like sort of, oh, we're number two in boozing. And people used to say it like as if they were bragging. Mm -hmm. And that was one of our first shows where we were like, we debunked that myth and right. went, no, we're, that's not even a good thing. And <laughs> no, should knock it off. It was, and, that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then we, we've done other historical stuff, you know, Matheson and we talked to like, the Skydive Chicago guy. We talked to yeah. DNR officer. Um, Mark Walzinski. And, and just uh, like local. Talked uh, to a lot of people. Historian yeah. Steve Stout. We've had, yeah. uh, we've just, if you kind of go through our back catalog, and we haven't done a ton of episodes. I mean, we average, what, 10 a year of that. Right. right? So we're right. not exactly prolific. We don't come out with a ton of stuff, but um, we, we enjoy it. So we we hope you guys do too. And that's kind of exactly. the whole point of this. So Perfect. Uh, yeah. And you, you mentioned sponsors. So it's a perfect time to talk about our sponsors. Mr. Sparkle Auto Spa, coming soon. They're planning on opening. This is 251 and uh, Shooting Park Road in mm -hmm. Peru behind CVS. You, you'll notice there's a lot of construction back there. They are moving fast. And, they, yeah, they're planning on coming November 1st. $3 express car washes, 27 free vacuums, free floor mat cleaning. A lot more info to come. I'm sure they're going to have, like, I, I know that a lot of car washes are doing subscription type yep. things, so I'm sure they're like probably going to do that. Thing, free vacuums. Oh yeah, so I'm sure they're going to do that. So uh, yeah, please check out Mr. Sparkle. They, uh, I'm looking forward to it because uh, you know I like 
I don't get my car washed too often because it's so darn expensive. Right. So the fact that they're going to offer a pretty affordable three dollar express express wash that's definitely going to get me to go. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you, Mr. Sparkle, for sponsoring the show. And then also, I mentioned him before, Stacy Mayer's Designs. She she is a uh, she can make any design you need to put on a coffee cup, koozie, t-shirt, you know, decal, you name it. That's what she does. You can find her on Facebook, and um, you can reach out to her through us if you want. You know, we we are. I'm actually kind of working on right now getting some koozies for the podcast. She, I, we're Clayton and I are going to get the the original ones, so we're gonna we're gonna test them out, make yeah. sure they work. I'm sure they do. There's gonna be some Ivy Pod koozies coming which i think thanks to johnny durango uh, with a comment on facebook i think I, I like his idea like as a incentive for patreon so maybe the people who sign up so another way to support us in addition to supporting our sponsors is by supporting us on patreon which is patreon.com you just type in illinois valley podcast and you'll find us there and it's like a dollar a month you know this the cost of three movie rentals yeah uh, you can support us for the whole year and uh, i think we're going to add on the whole koozie thing so if you do the this, the the annual dollar a month thing you can get a koozie out of it. Are we gonna do regular koozies and white claw koozies? koozies? Like I think we'll have to give koozies. people the choice. Yeah, you know, I, think I think both. That's I the think. nice thing with Stacy uh, Stacy Mayer's designs is she's very flexible. Yeah. So we'll just see what people want. And right, we'll give them what they want. Well, so we need some of the, the the thinner ones for the the narrower ones for the the seltzer. Because we yeah, I have the all the traditional cans. ones. I got a hundred of those, but I don't have any of the, the talls. Yeah, yet. and they are they, it's a different definitely a different form uh, fit to it. So yeah, Stacy Mayer's design, find her on Facebook, find Mr. Sparkle at uh, the corner of or Shooting Park Road and two fifty one in Peru. Thanks, we guys. could get uh, we should do see if she could make tall boy like sixteen ounce ones too for the pint cans. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they have those out there too. Oh for more I, like the big the big craft beer one? Oh you mean yeah. like the like the big not like the twenty fours. Not the the big Bud Light type. No, can no, they, like the like sometimes like I think uh, Miller Light and uh, or like well, the hams, craft hams, beers. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly that size. But the Hams makes that one too, and those are that's one of my favorite um, forms. I I love a sixteen ounce can. That's mm-hmm. my preferred delivery method for most beers. I should say. Yeah. I still like if it's like a pretty heavy stout where you don't need. 16 ounces of it i'll, I'll take a small can <laughs> yeah yeah uh, or even a 12 ounce bottle or whatever but yeah that that i do enjoy a 16 ounce hams that's one of my favorite <laughs> uh beers there is so uh it which is there's a place for craft but there's also a place for you know everyday session beers too so oh yeah i'm i'm rocking the bush light yeah which i do not understand what this whole bush light latte thing is that they've got going right now or bush latte that's like the current if you, oh, if you is go it buy supposed a to be pack, like uh, yeah, is it like just a play on the name and yeah it's supposed to every week but it's for it's i don't i think it's silly it's is like, it like saying tarjay i guess <laughs> whatever i mean I like when they do their cans, like the camo cans and stuff like that. Yeah, but the one with the fish on it and whatnot. Yeah, I, I like that. But, you know, the latte, I was like, that makes me think coffee. And I'm not a big fan of coffee, beer. I don't even know. Does that exist? Coffee, beer? Yeah, Sure, exists, they're sure. all different forms, but oh, not, yeah, not right. associated with Bush Light in yeah. the least. Uh, <laughs> I'm all for a good coffee stout or oh, even right. like a coffee brown stouts. ale with some coffee added. There's a bunch of good ones out there, but yeah. I don't. those are two completely separate things in my world. <laughs> I just think it's a it's a play on the uh, 
the, the ooh, we're all, you know, look, we're fancy. We're drinking Bush Latte. It's like, <laughs> that joke works thin after the yeah, first one. Right? Yeah, that doesn't work for me. But no. hey, you, we, we sop up all the other marketing from them, too. So they're, they're sure. doing something, right? So what else is going on, John? Well, there is uh, bad news. You know, we had Davey and Amanda on Carters, a few shows, yeah. the Carters on a few shows to representatives of the LaSalle County Historical Society, and they just announced that the Burgoo has been canceled. Yeah. Which is kind of, you kind of saw it coming, but there was optimism, you know, optimistic that maybe they could pull it off, but they decided to cancel it, which is a huge hit for the LaSalle County Historical Society since that was, as as Amanda said, that's the, the probably their biggest right. fundraising push of every year. Right. So, I, I mean, one thing, with that being said, I check out the website for the Illinois Valley, or I'm sorry, the, the LaSalle County Historical Society and sign up for their, their annual membership. Yeah, it's for not th- much. It's 30 bucks. Okay. Um, we waste I waste thirty dollars on far stupider things. So yeah, right. Um, sign up for it. You'll get a cool newsletter, that, and you'll be supporting this group. I mean, I think it's really important for us to preserve the, the LaSalle County history, and, and they're doing a wonderful job. If you've never gone over there and been to the museum, it's it's really neat. Uh, and and it, they need funding. Like it's it's not yeah. a um, they don't really have any other way to make money. I mean, one of the ways they made raised funds was through the Burgoo, and if without that this year, they're going to come up a little bit short. Obviously, so imagine. sign up and and yeah. just. You know they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna have a membership push and trying to get more people to be in it. So I think that's, um, it's real that's, easy. You can do it online over with with PayPal. You don't have to talk to me. I have to call anybody. You can just do it through your phone. Yeah. So I did it. It was easy. So that's uh that's gonna be a problem. And I think a lot of local organizations are gonna have to get a little creative with how they make do their fundraising. I know right. I just saw something in the News Tribune about the Magnolia Days uh, event. Them canceling that, and there was like a a whole bunch of organizations that benefited from that through fundraising and just I'm thinking what could pe- what could local organizations do differently I mean I don't I guess they could get set up on Patreon or something like yeah. that you know yeah. they could do those to GoFundMes yeah but and, again, and hopefully you know, that, they 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 pl- I mean they're it they can sustain for a while until they can get back to doing their normal stuff and maybe you know shift to figuring out maybe some other ways like you're saying too but yeah. hopefully they can find a way to fill the gap until we can kind of get back to normal like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier so so that's a bummer that's definitely a bummer we uh so let's lighten it up here i don't have a lot to say about this but i saw it jumped out at me in the news tribune from goldie rap uh, there's a princeton princeton high school alumni worked on the nasa mars 2020 launch i'm gonna quote this here if you watch nasa's mars 2020 launch thursday morning uh princeton high school alumni uh, a Princeton High School alumni helped assemble the rover, which is expected to land on Mars on February 18th, 2021. Ben Marty, I think you're saying, I think I'm saying his name right, graduate from the class of 2003, has been working with one of the NASA's Mars 2020 teams for the last four and a half years. So, um, awesome. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Ben. That's awesome. That's exciting. I, anything space related, I get excited. So, I just wanted to bring that up because it's some positive news. Uh huh. Some good stuff. Lots of at a time when there's plenty of bad things going on, it's nice to see that they are continuing continuing to do science and explore strange new worlds and go out. I think it's important. Yeah, yeah I was, was going to quote the Star Trek line there, but I, do you I, do you I, remember I, it? No. Let's see. To bolt well, explore strange new worlds, to reach out to new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Ah. Now, in the original Star Trek, it was no man. And then Star Trek The Next Generation, no one 
So because we're not all men, right? That's right. Or man, or that's and right. There's other beings out there too, right? Yes. I see. Yeah. So anyway, space talk. Sorry. That's a good one. Dude. We won't get into the conspiracy stuff this week with the uh, with the with the Tic Tacs and the UFOs. Although I say that, and then NASA, NASA just said that uh, a, a cosmonaut on the uh, ISS took video of three unidentified flying objects as he was trying to film the aurora borealis over the uh, over the Earth, and he caught these three things, and they don't know what it is, so they sent it back to Russia to analyze the footage and try to figure out what it is. So. I don't know what's going on with all these UFOs that are getting spotted, but you know, it's just another thing to add to the craziness of 2020, right? Yeah, I, I, they basically acknowledged UFOs just a couple months ago too. Yeah. There's no reason for us to dwell on that one. I don't yeah. know enough about it, but yeah, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's exciting. Weird. I don't uh, know what else. Let's. Uh, we got. We still got more um, new stuff. You thought? It, well, let's switch it to something else. The LaSalle imposing a thousand dollar fine if dogs are not on leashes. Yeah, I've saw this and i was like what <laughs> that's kind of excessive they yeah just past this there was one there was yeah i guess they've had some problems with with dogs biting kids and and adults which i can understand i mean they actually in my neighborhood that we had a problem with that too uh the pit bull uh, that was that was biting people multiple times so i mean i can certainly understand that but this this is kind of like a flat thousand dollar fee for not having a dog on a leash period right they said that in the article there would be some discretion made by the police officers but still i mean wow that's big it's it's a flat fee that is up from 150 to a thousand dollars right my question was in because i didn't read the whole thing as thoroughly as i thought um I figured that meant up to Tom and, it, Collins, and the two Tribune. people, uh, two of the aldermen in LaSalle that voted against it, thought that that's how the language should be written: be the fine of a thousand or up to one thousand oh, dollars. And in this case, it's it's a thousand dollars. It's not up to. Um, wow. it, 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 it says to deal with uh, varying degrees of negligence and danger to the public. So they feel like this; they've having a, a problem that's gotten out of control. Yeah. So they're levying this super heavy fine to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully there is some discretion. So if you had two or three dogs, you could get a fine up to 2000 or $3,000 if your animals were running off leash or whatever. But um, so, the first but, thing I thought of is my, my, my young pup, Daisy, uh, is known to get out of the house from time to time. And I thought, oh, but she's, she's harmless. And I couldn't help but think, oh, God, I could get a $1,000 fine just for her getting well, out she I runs think. across the border yeah, <laughs> yeah. she runs across stay the in peru daisy she won't, do, she won't do that but uh yeah what are you gonna do but yeah that's a that's big that's like really i hope uh well if you have a couple kids get severely injured from you could your, understand yeah, you have a definitely pe- a different opinion about it yeah yeah, and that's what i think it seems like here is that jeff grove and, and um uh dud was a des demas or whatever that Diz Demas, sorry, that you know, this is to send a message, and uh, we just can't take a chance anymore. That's out of control. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. Understood, I guess, but it does seem excessive. I, I thought, I think that if 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 your dog got out and then bit someone, I could see doing the thousand dollar fine. I like right. the up to language would be more appropriate. If your dog broke loose and it's a golden retriever that's never bit anybody ever. Yeah. And it's well, I mean, at least it's somewhat trained, even though yeah. it may run away from me. It's still not a. Um, a, a a dog with an edge to it, if you will, or something right. where, and, and there's a whole discussion on that too. But yeah, I, I think they should have some discretion, but either way, I'd like to avoid the, yeah. One thing I want to avoid is the pit bull talk because I know uh, local radio, uh, Rod Thorson, I think he's gotten, he's pissed off a lot of people in his 
talk on the radio oh, because about he's pit bulls, anti that he's, breed. He's anti pit bull, yeah. So I'm gonna stay away from that one. I don't yeah. want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I, I, I <laughs> probably have an opinion that doesn't mean it's educated. So, well, uh, yeah, either way, there was a, another story this week, John. What uh, is that? The the mall. Some news on the Peru mall. Uh, part of it coming down and kind of changing the way it's set up and building of apartment complexes for folks there. And yeah, like uh, a three story apartment complex there with the restaurants and businesses there. They're going to knock down Bergner's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I. They're trying to work out the Sears thing because they don't actually own that yeah. building yet, and they can't get a hold of Sears to, to buy it off them. So I guess that's a bit of a problem. Might <laughs> there's need. no one left. Yeah, yeah. There's no one. To, there's no one to answer the phones. Well, I think that was like when Sears purchased that would have been from Wards, I guess. Yeah. From Rewards, and then they started kind of scooped up all the Kmart's. Yeah. And all the the, the when Sears whatever the Sears places, but they became kind of a real estate. A, more of a venture I mean, the retail things dried up but they still own a ton of property oh really yeah okay. so a lot of those the, the, the old Sears stores and which I'm sure they bought up an old, a lot of old wards Montgomery Ward stores too back in the day they they um, started to kind of just buy up the space that the, the retail uh, real estate if you will so that's kind of interesting that they can't get a hold of someone doesn't yeah. surprise me at the least either <laughs> big stodgy stupid old company that doesn't <laughs> yeah well it turns out no one's even been in here and whatever. I'm just happy to see their Someone's going to try to do something because I think we all could see the writing on the wall that the mall and all, is like any other mall. They're all going down. Yeah, it's the end of its life. It, yeah, it's, it's just sad. You know, you watch a show like Stranger Things. You know, I don't, did you yeah. watch Stranger yeah, Things? I've seen some of it. Season yeah. three focuses a big part oh, of the yeah. show on the mall and how the mall was at its heyday back right. in the eighties. And you, you watch some of that stuff. It's like, Oh man, that was, you reminisce a little bit back when we Friday nights, we used to just go walk the mall uh-huh. and that's what we did. Yeah. You had, you had five bucks in your pocket, man. Yeah. Things were looking pretty good. Yeah. You could go, <laughs> get something to eat, go to Spencer's. Yeah. And then when you needed a ride, you do the collect call thing. Yep. And just like, instead of saying, come pick, name, me come, come, yeah. <laughs> pick me up. Come pick and me up. Pick me up. And decline the charges. You yeah. Know. <laughs> so kids, if you're listening, Things were different pre yeah. pre cell phones. We had to use pay phones. Yeah, you, if you uh, write in, we'll, we'll maybe we'll explain it on the next show what we're actually <laughs> talking about. Everybody yeah. else knows what we mean. If you're a younger listener and you don't know what we mean, you could probably Google it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's no sense wasting a quarter on a phone call when your message was really four That's seconds exactly long. Exactly right. You needed that quarter. I'd use that to buy some candy or play or- play uh, the. Jungle Jive, or Jungle Jive, so, yeah. So oh when my it was God. straight gambling, it was it, straight gambling. <laughs> so the the heyday back when the gold the mine, arcade, you know, yeah. the arcades. Well, actually, they were all over the, the tilt place. too. The right? tilt, yeah. All local arcades all over the place had the Jungle Jive, which was they still have these. These yeah. exist where they it's the moving step that you drop the coin, it lands, and you got to time it right so it drops the next coin down and then knocks a bunch of more coins down, right. and then it pays out. Nowadays, it pays out tickets or yeah. tokens, yeah. Back in the day when those first came out, it it cranked out quarters. It was straight, yep, straight cash. Yeah. Not folding money, but I mean, quarters were still worth, that was still a thing. You could walk in with a dollar and quarters and get loaded. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just. Yeah, if you, especially if you had game, like if you knew how to uh, play the the, the steps, if you will, like the. It's a good time. (laughs) There's probably, if you wanted to go down a YouTube jag. Uh, there are videos of people playing those in the uh, the crane games, you know, with the picking up the stuffed animals and things like that, and the yeah. ones with all the more expensive gifts and stuff in them too. But I, I think I've actually seen those on YouTube, so that's kind of a fun uh, uh, 
YouTube binge if you're in, in the mood for it, something yeah. to look up. But it, it wears thin pretty quick. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. The thing goes back and forth, and then it knocks off more quarters, and it never and it never knocks off as many as you think it's gonna. Oh, right. <laughs> it looks like so many, and then you don't actually get that many. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, well, so it'll be interesting to see. And it's going to happen pretty quickly, too. So they're going to yeah. kind of, instead of being in the kind of this cement or concrete and asphalt jungle that it is now, hopefully they're actually going to kind of green it up a little it bit. It sounds like actually, that's, a, that's a big part of it is really landscaping. Yeah, and fix it up so it just looks better, yeah. which is which is really good news, yeah. too. So that's, yeah, I think it's positive. I know, I know a lot of people are nostalgic and they don't want to see it go, but, I mean, you got to make a change. Malls yeah. are going down the tubes. So it, The pictures, the images that they posted look good it looks interesting so a lot of the places it looks like the storefronts are going to look like what looks like they, something out of the suburbs well I'll be, yeah it, it looks kind of like where the uh sport clips and the chipotle is now and the jersey yeah. mics those types building. of buildings so you're going to have like you know maybe three or four occupants in a single entity like out out like sort of i guess would be the where the parking lot type area is now so yeah. it'll just be a little more filled in with um, a little more green space. I'd be surprised if they truly put in all the landscaping that they have in this image because, yeah, that's a, that is. It looks that pretty looks mature. A little, maybe yeah, much, hundreds, but. hundreds of trees. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, cool, but hey. yeah. Uh, so hopefully it looks good and they and actually get all the permitting and funding and everything they need to make this happen. Um, and and it sounds like they have, especially with the apartment complex and stuff that they're putting in, they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't have the expertise and the knowledge that they had confidence that these apartments are going to be filled right. so it's not like there's going to have a ton of vacancy i think they know and they they realize there's a market for this kind of place around here I, and actually i could see it i understand i think a lot of people are skeptical that they'll actually be able to get people to rent these places out but i don't think they're going to have any trouble i oh, think it's good. going to go just fine yeah good well, right. they wouldn't You're be investing right. that amount of money into it if they weren't sure whether or not people were interested in leasing those types of places so either way good stuff Clayton, what should we? Well, that's about it. Yeah, we we hit on all the local news stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, that's. There's some non-local news too. If we want to hit that up, or I think we're buzzing along pretty well. Yeah, well, it's the coffee. I mean, it's like I started off jittery. Now my blood. Now I feel warm. Oh, nice. And now I feel, it is a little warm. We're doing <laughs> it, a garage show. It, it is. It might be the temperature. It's yeah. Probably getting up around 80 degrees it's almost. It's definitely yeah. heating up. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. I like the setup. I like doing the garage. I mean, maybe it's throwback. You know, with the Mark Marin show of. Having the recording garage, I kind of like this. Yeah, it works we out. The, nope, nope, getting far away from the mic. Uh, yeah, no, we. It's good. Got the setup. It was, this is what I imagined when when we when I got this set up the way it is. And yeah. I still have a lot more to do. It's going to be a lot nicer. Hopefully, yeah. by the time next year when we we come um, over the course of the fall, I kind of want to redo it in here and make it prettier. But it works. It's all good. Yeah. Oh. Well, we. You know what? I'm gonna take a brief moment. I mentioned it earlier when we were talking about the News Tribune thing. You know, if you're listening to the show for the first time, or maybe not, and, you, and you're looking for local podcasts or local, uh, locally, like, independent radio-type stuff, you know, I, obviously there's AM radio. I, we, there's so many different AM radio stations. I think we all know about those. So we like to promote, you know, kind of the, uh, the independent folks like ourselves. So... If you're um, new to the world of podcasting, here's some recommendations. The well, first off, streaming radio, Hard Rock Radio Network. That's streaming hard. Um, so streaming rock radio, you know, a retro arcade. That's also streaming music locally made. My Worst Holiday podcast is a local podcast. Spark of Hope podcast, the Drunken Cousins podcast, 
Audio Out Sessions, that's on YouTube, LP Lunch Club Podcast, The Loose Thursday Podcast, Three the Hard Way Podcast, Guys on the Radio Podcast, and Edge of Your Seat Podcast. This is these are all like locally local people who are making shows. Now, you know, I haven't some of these I, I think they've they're due to make a new show. They haven't made new shows, but a lot of these guys, I know like Mark I mentioned them. Uh, before my worst holiday, I mean, he's cranking out one to two shows a week. I mean, he just That's keeps pretty good. pumping them out. So, yeah, check these uh, support support your local podcast and radio personalities. Right on. And, uh, so, so <laughs> I this was a so a non local. Oh, there was actually um, was it? There was something local to. Oh, I know. Kind of skip bias. You sent me a text the other day. Illinois has got sports betting yeah. from your phone now. Yeah, did so, this happen? So I guess they opened up sports betting in Illinois um, this year at some point. I think I, I, I that remember talking so- about it on a previous show, but I don't think they had actually But in order to get yet. on like DraftKings, which is a sports book now too, not just the fantasy, daily fantasy thing. Oh, wow. Um, they do. I think they part of the daily fantasy thing, when those companies started to get big, they were really hoping that they could just turn into a straight-up book, like a uh-huh. sports book. And what Pritzker signed this week is, in, in order to, to get, use DraftKings previous to this past week, you had to go to the casino and sign up. Oh, okay. You had to go and register, like, in person to be okay. able to, to, like, place your bets. And I don't know if you had to make your deposit there or what, all, all, all of what it entailed. But he signed an executive order this week saying, like, you know, you can just straight up gamble now. <laughs> wow. So, uh, <laughs> and there was a promotion for yesterday's Cubs-White Sox game where it was, uh, if you made, it was like 100 to 1 uh, or something like that, where if you if you bet where they would give you a promotion where that would be your odds, where if you made a $10 bet, I don't know how it worked. Maybe maybe 100 to 1 is too much. I don't know. Yeah, there was probably a, a limit yeah. on how much you could place, but they did a promotion where they were trying to encourage people to make it a deposit and and start start gambling, baby. Wow. So, um, yeah, I'm not a I, – I, I could see the, the fever. Like, people really – I like the idea of it, but it's also, like – uh, he who gambles lives in shambles too. So, like, sure. it, I like the the idea of like sports betting, but I also see um, the potential the, for bad. Yeah, it's the same. I have the same feelings about that. I, I don't know if prohibition is necessarily the right angle, but I also it's like same way I feel about the the oh, slot the machines, slot machine places, sure. um, the video gambling. I just think it's gaudy and mm-hmm. gauche. Like, just come on, man! Like, we don't need these places all over. Now, this is online and. It's what is risky is those if you have or, or if, if someone is addicted to it, well, the accessibility the, is problematic. That's what I was going to say. The uh, fact that that's yeah, just so easy to go on your phone. Wow. Yeah. And it can be bad. It, so it, if you have if people have that kind of behavior issue of like if they're if they have they're an addicted type who, who you know, maybe struggle with alcohol or substance, be a lot of those people also maybe are addicted to other things. And, yeah. and um, it's so you, yeah, we just have to be careful about. Keep an eye on your if you know someone that's into this. You know, try to try to monitor it a little bit, and make sure that they don't exceed their uh, what they should be doing. So yeah, it's uh, a good time not to get to... too serious on it. But man, it kind of scares me a bit because um, I could see that that rush that that's that it's all the brain chemistry thing. You get that little drip of dopamine from placing that bet or when you win the bet. And... Mm-hmm. Yep, Ooh, and I think you baby. talked about it on a previous show. I think like the way they have designed those slot machines, like they've designed them to be addictive. Right, all the with all the, uh, the bells the noises and whistles. And the bells. Yeah. Exactly, and I, uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a good time to be looking out for your friends and family with these types of things. That that's in general, you know, this is a crazy time. Just uh, well, I mean, especially if they're more anxious or stressed, like as with everything that's been going on this year, that could be a little respite for them. Mm-hmm. That could get ugly quick. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a teetotaler. I'm not a, a prohibitionist. You know, if we, if we were talking a hundred years ago, maybe we'd be having a talk about alcohol and how sure. we need to ban it you know yeah right um i think everything can be done responsibly you just it can be a slippery slope too sure. it's the same thing we probably marijuana prohibition too like we had all those discussions where it was like it doesn't and i mean it was uh, maybe a, a little bit of a non sequitur right john but like uh I don't know if anybody's noticed, but I, I haven't seen a huge uptick in all kinds of problems related to that. And no, I don't think we're right? going to see a ton of problems related to this, other than maybe affecting the underground gambling world slightly. Although I wouldn't even expect it to impact that. No, honestly. I don't think so. I think a lot of the guys that were doing your old school gambling, this is not the same. It's that. a different type of gambling. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, yeah. Now, there you can go and get straight up. You know what are they? What are the bears at all? They're plus one twenty today, or whatever, mm-hmm. or they're getting seven. You know, or whatever it would be. Uh, you can do that on this, and you can you could put parlay cards in. You can do all that. That's wow. all available on here. So that could be kind of interesting. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Actually, kind of related to our topic, we we talked about COVID relief money coming in. There was actually some local businesses that benefited from that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. which I thought was funny in the article because they printed some of them, and one of them was the, well, uh, one of them you might want not want to mention. No, just yeah. the, but one of them was the lamplighter. Which yes, is, yeah. So was... speaking of like uh, as uh, what I learned in college, like the purple leisure of things, you know, gambling, marijuana, alcohol, all that stuff. That the strip club, the local strip club, one of them in Ottawa received funding for for uh, small business relief, which is. The hey. lamplighter got it. Good for them. I mean, good they've been them. around a long time. I don't want to see them go under from this. You know, yeah, good a for lot them of people too. enjoy that entertainment. Good for you. And uh, I just thought it was funny because they put that in the paper. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. So good for them for going out and getting the money. That's there for them, right? So. And there are some other businesses in there too that also got it. Where you go, oh, well, interesting. Well, they're good for you guys. You yeah. Take take advantage of it. And right. I hope the ones that needed it got it too. So, um, you know, I don't think it was a comprehensive, complete list, but. Either way, oh, I, I forgot where we were circling back to. I don't know. I don't know where we were going with it. But I, one thing I was going to say, you were made me think oh, of the it. Sports gambling. You were talking right. about the sports gambling and, and like looking out for your, you know, people who looking out for people who could have a problem. And I was thinking to myself, not to be, not to go on a PSA rant, but uh, I know last time I was trying to make a PSA point about uh, politics and and uh, and and being accepting of all sides. And yeah. Everybody's getting so campy. Um, you know, with their views. Uh, uh, one thing I wanted to say, and I, I, I say this because I've seen stories about it, like with the Verizon stores, and after just talking with the, with Becky from, uh, from Anderson Pool, and I got the same kind of feedback from her. It's like, people are getting like, I think that the times that we're living in, people are really pent up and a lot of frustration and a lot of anger. And they're taking it out on local businesses, like people who are actually working and I mean, who are there you know, braving things and, and count, you know, right. wearing they're their masks. They're frontline workers. Frontline that, workers, that's yeah. what I was trying to say. And, 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 or, and they're taking heroes, some serious... right? I mean, like... Right, well, they're, they're, they're take, out there, you know, they're... they're they're Risking. Risking getting sick and, and hurt. And uh, from what I hear, they're, people are being pretty mean really? right now. A lot of anger and a lot of people just chewing them out. Um, I know my wife's experienced it even in, like, the nursing field. A lot of people getting seriously angry 
and and taking it out on these frontline workers. Karen. Yeah, because <laughs> that's become famous yeah, in the, the last full year. Yeah, Karen. It's like so. Uh, don't say that. Yeah, right. To the newspaper. <laughs> what? Dial it back or try to anyway. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, and try to compartmentalize. Like try to um, recognize if you're if you're anxious or angry or whatever. And if you could almost try to circumvent it and go, wait, wait, why am I feeling this way? And go, is it this person's fault? Go, okay, no. Um, yeah, and I'm just as guilty as everybody else. Sure, I've, I am too. I've got, I, I, I'm thinking I'm feeling bad about an incident from a few weeks ago yeah. where we had a, a, an appliance problem and it was a just it didn't go white right and I didn't feel like it was I didn't I maybe didn't do enough to help prevent it but I also felt like it wasn't my fault and I got kind of I actually said it was like well I'm sorry for being upset but I'm frustrated yeah, yeah. <laughs> like trying to say what I'm feeling like yeah. I'm I'm really frustrated <laughs> like <sighs> I'll just hold back thank you you know and then apologizing yeah. incessantly I'm sorry <laughs> right I think there's a lot me. of that going on right, right. now. Yeah, but not not. I didn't haul off and really yell at anybody. But even raising my voice slightly, I still felt bad even about that, even in the moment. Uh, but I've seen people go full on nuts, and that's also scary too. Yeah, so. and it's just it's just a lot more widespread, I think, than ever. Everybody's just pissed off in general. Well, I think we we need social interaction and we crave it. And when we're told we shouldn't do it, it, it really messes with people. And I think it's important to reach out to your, you know, if, you're, if there's something you haven't talked to in a while, call them on the phone. There's yeah. ways to interact. Don't just do text it. them. Don't just social media them. Actually talk. If, or start with that even. I mean, yeah, I you, guess so. Um, yeah, I know when we, when we were full quarantine lockdown, um, I loved our Wednesday night poker game that we set up. And yeah, that was fun. That just uh, was a nice break, you know, from the, from the, just being kind of quarantined and not being able to, you know, not seeing all your people that you maybe normally would see in this times. And everybody, and you know, one of the trends from the last 10 or 15 years, everybody's uh, cocooned. Um, yeah. Anyway, this was happening pre oh, uh, COVID, which, sure. well, you just, you cocoon, you, you, a lot more um, above ground pools or people bringing the pool to them or, or putting the fence up and, and sort of isolating themselves to their right. house and not having that neighborhood feel maybe as much as maybe there was before. And I know there are a lot of good spots where neighbors are friendly and all the kids get together and play and all that. But there's less of that happening probably there was in over the course of history over the last 50 years or whatever, right? So, sure. Um, and more and more people are even, even cocooning online, right? So you only... Uh, kind of getting into what you said earlier about just being nice to people that maybe don't share the same beliefs as you oh, uh, right. politically or whatever. Like people are just uh, because of the way targeted advertising and grouping is set up, you they just feed you more of what you've been liking. So mm-hmm. you start to see less and less of something that maybe is different than what you're used to seeing. So when you are exposed to uh, different opinions or something like that, it's more startling maybe or whatever. So you right. people are in there. If they're, if they're the red tie groups or the blue tie groups, then they start to only see red tie stuff and blue tie stuff. And then you yeah. start to sort of, it's set up that way because that's more what you're into. So then you see less and less. And that is problematic. Because then you're not even open-minded about yeah, different things. I feel things. like you're. I feel like we're getting manipulated. Yeah. Well, right? you are. Uh, I mean, well, maybe not. It's not an intentional manipulation. I mean, meaning uh, there's no motive. There's not a they thing going on. It's just that they're. It's probably more for advertising. They're just trying to. They they benefit from you clicking on more stuff. Therefore, they yeah. feed you more stuff that they think you'll like, and the algorithms are damn good. I think so we, we forget. It, it is kind of scary. 
we're we truly are humans are a social being that's right. kind of what we are it's built into us and i think we forget that i know like we said at the beginning of the show when we have a good podcast we're sitting in here talking and at the end of the show we're just like buzzing because yeah. you know we had such a good show and just having this we're conversation to do it. i get the same thing and i don't i guess i maybe didn't ever notice it before until all this cocooning and like the quarantining stuff happened but like i could be at work and and just to have a, a you know a 20 minute talk with somebody and afterward, I like, feel good. Uh-huh. It's like it just just from you get the drip. You get that drip from that too. Yeah, right? that, that little cool. rush. So, yeah, uh, I agree with that. And and I think it's important to to um, see you know seek out sometimes uh, the new interactions and things like that. And that's been harder with everything that's going exactly. on too. So yeah, so yeah. that's our PSA for the day. <laughs> yeah, be you know reach out. I mean, I'm I'm one of the things I'm happy to. We got a nice garden going. We got a lot of tomatoes, so it feels good to give it out fresh tomatoes to people and say, "Here, you know, give, have some BLTs in it." You know, one yeah, night this nice. week or something, or uh, being able to share that kind of stuff is important too, and, and you know, spread it around to your neighbors and friends and things like that. And so. just actually speaking of that, that's a one thing I was thinking about recently, and one of the problems with podcasts. I mean, podcasts are awesome, and there's historical podcasts. There's there's, there's so many different podcasts now. Yeah, every topic but you can imagine. One of the things that can I've seen that can be an issue with a podcast is like sometime a show like this where we're just sitting here talking. You know, you as, as the listener can sometimes feel like you're a person in the room, but you're not because it's one-sided. You're just sitting there listening in and you don't get to participate. So I say that, I bring that up because, um, and it can be unfulfilling because right. of it. Even if it is, a, you know, you're enjoying the 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 discussion that they're having you don't get to participate you're just listening in and it can be unfulfilling so i mean i say that because it's like you know hey we're we got a uh, mail at ivy pod we're on twitter we're on all these different things you reach out you know yeah. we love it's always fun to get comments from people and honestly if if you have something going on that you want us to help you promote or get word out about we don't have a huge following but we do have a following um let us know and hey, make I mean, if you're if you want to talk to we we Kind of sometimes we're looking for guests. Too. Yeah, right. You never know. It's I'm not. More, it's it's not an open invitation, but um, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, if you got something interesting to talk about, or you're super knowledgeable on us, especially if it's locally related, yeah, we'd be interested in talking Absolutely. to you. Because um, we're interested, and that's one of the things I think you and I both have is a sort of a thirst for just better understanding and knowledge, and trying to to learn more about things, and and willingness right. to sort of. Uh, Listen, and, and that's why I think we love podcasts so much. Anyways, we seek right. out just different things and are interested in storytelling and well, that's a uh, perfect human segue, nature Clayton. and all that stuff. So that's a perfect segue. What are you listening to? Um, ah, uh, yeah, jump, I think we can I, jump to the thing of the week if you yeah, want. Yeah, let's do it. There, I, 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 there I, was I the just, non-local thing about the engineered mosquitoes in Florida. I, Google it. It's crazy. We can skip that topic. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of, I don't. I don't have anything unique to say on that. Yeah. It's probably. It sounds like it could be a good thing. I don't know. I uh, guess it. But it's, so what we're there was a recent uh, news story about in Florida they're releasing engineered mosquitoes to kill off the mosquito genetic uh, engineering. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a. It's it's gonna mate with. It's like a male mosquito that's gonna mate with the females, but then it's been genetically modified to kill the females at some point in their lifespan and right. and that'll help decrease the it, population of mosquitoes as a whole and then of course people started yeah. jumping all over social media it's like well, you're gonna this is gonna be the create zombies and stuff like that but anyway yeah google it it's yeah. interesting we yeah. can jump to we can jump to our things of the week i so i've been i turned 40 last saturday and Ooh. i think the time leading up to it i think it, it kind of hit me a little bit uh, the mortality of it all and uh, maybe not feeling my age but 
Um, I think I remember my dad kind of saying that it's like you're when you you'll hit certain milestones in your life and you're gonna you're not gonna kind of it's like you you don't know how you got here and no one ever it's not like it's like when you when you become an adult it's not like anybody said well now you're an adult here's your card and now you understand everything like yeah, when yeah. you're a kid you think you kind of get this idea like well when I'm an adult I'll know what to do <laughs> and <laughs> the reality is you won't and no one will ever give you that card and you sort of just have to figure it out and and I don't, I don't know what it was I, I think it kind of took a little bit of toll on me mentally just sort of maybe feeling just I wouldn't say depressed but sort of like I got I, uh, like, oh, dude, really? I'm 40 now. Like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> and it doesn't mean anything, really. It's just a number, right? Where but, did the time uh, go? So, but I, I think I, because I, I seek certain things out on podcasts, or I, and I, I think part of listening to different shows and stuff is, um, it benefits me from my mental health because I'll learn about different things, you know, whether it's meditation techniques or trying to be, um, more mindful and, and um, living in the moment, stuff like that, and just learning about different things that people have gone through and their experiences in their lives and some of the struggles that they've had and sort of applying that to my own life and how to get through some of the stuff that you experience as you age and um, the trials in life. I mean, it's it's arduous. Every life, every, everybody has stuff that's, you know, right. something they have to get through and whatever. So I've been listening to uh, Mindful Metal Jack, which is a podcast by Joe List. He's a comedian. Um, oh, he's yeah, a Boston he, guy. I've, yeah. I talked about it on the last yeah, one, too. Yeah, a little bit. A little um, but I, I've been listening to that. So he has different, uh, mainly comics on there where they talk about what they've done to sort of clean themselves up and sort of um, be happier. And, and it's not all about happiness. It's just, just be better people and start to feel better, whether it's sobriety, um, uh, meditation, like I said before, or uh, different stuff, like talking about how they started going to therapy and just sure. stuff they've worked through. And um, I find that really interesting. And I've kind of been able to take some of just the mindset in um, being able to minimize my negative thoughts, maybe not push them out, but sort of just go, okay, well, that's uh, that's there, and deal with some of it and go, yeah. like, okay, why do I feel this way, or in any of that kind of stuff, and I think that's a healthy thing, so that, you know, kind of, I, I, I honestly, like, now feel a little better, and just kind of, like, well, I look pretty good, I feel pretty good, I'm, yeah. you know, I got a lot to be grateful for, and I should probably be dwelling on that stuff, and I, I think that was a, a healthy thing for me to do, so... um that Mind, one, and there's mindful, a lot of other stuff. That's Mindful Metal Jack. Yeah, right? it's got a cool logo, too, yeah. where it's like the platoon. I think it's platoon, right? Uh, with the helmet on it, the movie helmet on it, or in the, in the movie it, poster. Yeah, it think, has is the, it platoon or Full Metal Jacket? It's Full Metal Jacket, obviously. Oh, duh. yeah. Mindful right. Metal Jacket. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a play on that. It, either way, it's good. So what, cool. what have you been uh, taking in, John? Or uh, podcasts? Podcast-wise... Yeah, you know, I, um, oh, I mentioned him before, you know, you kind of turned me on to the Bill Simmons show, and I don't listen to, he he releases a lot of shows, I don't listen to all of them, a lot of, but, uh, you know, as a wrestling fan, he had on Triple H, uh, interviewed Triple H, uh, who is, uh, you know, he was a wrestler, he still wrestles sometimes, but he was a, you know, part of the Degeneration X and the WWE, and now he's you know one of the bosses. Uh, he works for you know one of uh, Vince McMahon's right hand man, right hand man type yeah, okay. deal. He's one of the guys who created the NXT brand. So he's he's a he's a longtime wrestling guy, and he interviewed him, and uh, I really enjoyed that interview. In particular, there was one moment where they were talking about Bill Simmons was talking about wrestling with his kid, with his older boy, mm-hmm. and how he's like he. he 
he was like, oh, I think I got about, I don't know, I feel like I got five to eight more months where I can wrestle with my boy. And I feel like in five to eight months, that moment's going to come in my boy's mind where he's going to, he's going to go for it. And he's because he's going to think he can finally beat me. Yeah. And he's like, I think I got five to eight months left. And I think, and then it's done. He's going to, he's going to be able to overpower me. Right. And I just, I, I listened to that. I'm thinking, oh God, I know I can it's see coming. that. It's coming. It's coming, right? Yeah. That's like funny. They're going to learn, your kids are going to learn real quick that dad never quits. And you're going to push him harder than you think you should have to. And it's going to be, yeah, that day is coming. So I enjoyed that interview a lot as a wrestling fan. I'm anxious to see, actually, we're recording this on Sunday and they're, it's SummerSlam is this evening. Oh, okay. And they built uh, the Thunderdome, they're calling it, which is crazy because, you know, everybody's trying to deal with the COVID and no fans, and WWE's right in there trying to do the same thing, which they found, I think I talked on a previous show about how the effect of not having fans is really kind of jarring, mm-hmm. especially for professional wrestling, how important that is that right. the wrestlers feed off of it. So what they did is they built this arena called the Thunderdome where they're going to have 2,000 flat screens where they're actually going to have fans on the screen, you know, at their computer at home, and they're going to try it out. They're, they're trying to be in, innovative. And then at the same time, they're going to also use those screens so when guys are walking out in entrances, they're going to use it as a wraparound uh, jumbotron for the entrances. I mean, it sounds really creative. I'm, yeah. I'm anxious to see how it works out. Probably pu- piping in, like, the sound is probably going to be a big the part big of that, thing, right? Yeah. And like that just they, how they amp that up with the they're subs gonna, and different ways to, to pipe in the actual real fan noise maybe yeah I don't know how that's going to work but I mean good luck to them I think it's it's cool they're trying to do something so uh-huh. um, yeah so that was one um, I was listening to Bill Burr Planet Money nothing jumps out yeah, specifically I've been enjoying Planet Money too uh, and David see. Blaine was on Rogan. I, I listened to some of that. I thought he's such a he's an interesting dude. I, I into, listened to the whole thing. I thought it, it was pretty pretty rad. Yeah, like, just to hear him. He had him uh, put a ice pick through his arm. Oh in God! The episode, in oh, the episode, wow. and yeah, there's a few other things because he's all about sort of the mind body connection. And yeah, he's not just to, a magician or, or a trickster. He does like true like illusionist uh, or not. He does like, things like feats of strength and I mean endurance. Yeah. Is what like the way he can hold his breath so long mm-hmm. is in, is amazing. Yeah, I've been it's actually more, a lot more than that. Yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, oh. you're gonna work on that at home. Make I was sure thinking still, about that. Make yeah, sure you have to... someone that can get your ass out of the pool if they need to. Yeah, I know. People I was die about, doing that. Yeah, I, I was thinking about. It. I want to see how I've been I can pulled out of under. a pool before for holding my breath too long. Really? I didn't pass out, but they scared the lifeguard because well, nice. I was underwater for was over a minute and she jumped in and she's like you can't do that and i'm like <laughs> what she's like you can't we've had people die doing this and she told me because it was a it was on a navy base when it happened to me and she's there was marines and stuff that used to do breath holding and they, they would be under there for several minutes and someone would be they conk out and they think they're just going and yeah no they're dead well he, so, sound, he, he said well that's what blaine was talking about how he did that training with the navy seals where they they do it until do they it intentionally. Yeah, but they would. But they have somebody there to get them out. Right, and that was what. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like I went to the lifeguard. Hey, I'm going to do some breath holding exercise. So if I lose <laughs> it, come get me. <laughs> yeah. No, she just jumped in and got me, and I was all of a sudden I was like, what, what, what? And yeah. she's just like, dude. I was like, I just, I just honestly was, I was just zoned out, dead man floating. That's it. No big yeah. deal. And she was right. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty she hilarious, did the right though. Thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how far I got. Probably ninety seconds or something like that. Not anything crazy. But, yeah. Uh, it looks like a long time if you're just watching the guy minimizing my movement, trying to control my heart rate. You know, doing all the stuff you're supposed to do. Like, just 
you know, uh, just kind of zone, trying to zone out, not thinking about what, that I'm not breathing actively and uh, being calm, you know. Yeah. Was, that was, I enjoyed I, it. <laughs> that was it. I, I was, yeah, it definitely got me thinking, like something I wanted to try because he was talking about how he got the breathing that he does to, yeah. to expel all the CO2 from yeah. his from his blood. I did do that. I just, yeah, just it's like, hold my breath. He said it could take 20 minutes to get yourself into that, that, that the right physical state to be able to do it which which throws back to what was back when we were in college there were several men's magazines i don't know if it like not wired stuff or uh stuff was that one uh that was was one of them there Uh, was a couple of them i remember they would always do kind of interesting what was there was another really popular one maxim maxim yeah maxim sure uh they uh they i remember they'd have like interesting things like what to do if a bear attacks you well, sure. and then one of them was uh how to hold your breath longer and they had some breathing techniques and i remember trying those and they were effective i was a, but not not like right. 10 minutes like a minute i was able to do type thing when we were kids my brother uh actually held his breath so long he passed out whoa uh, and he like racked his head pretty good and like he was in a classroom in like third oh. or fourth grade or something <laughs> like that down nice goes job, Aaron. Yeah, he, the heck? he won the contest. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think they were having one, but whatever it was, he did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was he impressed whoever was in the room with him, you know, the the ladies and whatnot. So I uh other other than that, that's podcast. Uh just discovered this band named Barnes Courtney. I've just been been listening to a lot. I'm I gonna know. add that to my queue. Yeah, I check, check it him out. out. It's pretty cool. Kinda his voice sounds like Kings of Leon. I, I like it a lot. The alternative um, oh, this was something different. So, like you were talking about YouTube binge, you know, going down different pathways. Pathways. There's a guy named Mark Rober on YouTube, and he does like science stuff. And he what? I, was, I my brother-in-law and sister, my sister and brother-in-law brought this guy up to oh, us yeah. yesterday. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of cool videos. And one that jumped out at me that was recently posted. I saw somebody posted it on Facebook, like some baseball people. He they made for one of the shows. They made an app. That can predict uh, signs for sign stealing in a baseball game. Oh where wow! You, where you just you watch. Well, what he did is they videotaped the 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 uh, manager secretly, and then they just typed in basic movements like eye, nose, you know what they touched. You just type in what he did, and then the app figured out the indicator. And oh. and from there it could predict what you know what their indicator was and if they were going to steal or what have right. you. You know, it's. I just thought that was funny. It's like that they actually he actually did this, and he's like ninety percent of the time it works because most teams use an indicator system. Right. Uh, right. Just like it's this, and then following this is the actual sign. So it's right. a way to cover your your signs. Uh, anybody who's ever played any kind of baseball, that's uh, right. I and mean, when I pull the ear, the sign after it is what I need you to do. Exactly. Right? That, so and every the, team has a different indicator, and this was like an app he developed for the show that would predict and and figure out the indicator. So I was like, but he does a lot of cool science experiments. I, yeah. I definitely check out. Uh, yeah, it's Mark Rober. Um, cool. I think that's that's probably yeah. it for me. Well, on things I'm into. Yeah, same here. I just I'm enjoying getting to listen to a little more pod lately. So yeah. I'm happy about that. I thought there was something else I was gonna bring up. Yeah, uh, Stern sign stealing app. No, oh. My wife named, uh, with the new COVID era, we're all wearing masks. And I know me personally, I've always, throughout my, even now as a 39-year-old, I still have problems with acne. 
Yeah. And she, they, they, they've named a thing, at least at her office, Macne. <laughs> because uh, I know I've been getting it, like, yeah, acne you, around I, my mouth. So you should treat your mask like a, a, like a like an undershirt or a pair of underwear. Yeah. Uh, like, you bring them, you wash them, and you take a new one every day. Yeah. I think that will help. Yeah. Um, and try not to keep it too tight on your face, right? And Yeah. So it's a it's a new world. So yeah, yeah I, I, I had a similar thing. Have like a supply. My face was uh, like on the bridge of my nose is getting red, and uh, I felt like I had a little. My wife, same thing. We're we're like both. So I, I Hanes makes them now. You can buy a ten pack for like oh. seven dollars. Okay, and they're fairly comfortable, and they're like uh, they have black and white, just like t shirt material, and worthwhile. I mean, especially for ch- cheaper ones that are pretty good. I, I still like the just straight regular medical ones. Kind of those are nice to have yeah. too, but. Uh, give you an idea. Uh, rather, if you were looking for something so you don't have to throw it away every day, the Hanes ones are nice. Yeah. Okay. They got the metal strap in it too, so they they will go over your nose tight. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Hot mask talk. Yeah, hot mask talk. <laughs> and if you want a custom mask, contact Stacy Mayer's Design. Sure. Did you have any other like kind of things of the week you wanted uh, to? No, mention? we don't need to. We don't need to talk about anything else. I'm good. We can. Okay. We can. Well, before we preview, you know the the throwback episode. You know, just one more. One more time here, you know, because the throwback episode is sponsored by Mr. Sparkle Auto Spa. Quality, customer service, consistency, innovation. Mr. Sparkle is the express exterior auto spa that meets the needs of car owners every time you come in for a wash from our $3 express exterior car wash to our free vacuums. We're the affordable way to keep your vehicle looking its best. And yeah, coming soon. Shooting Park Road 251 in Peru. Uh, where the old Eagles used to be, the, they knocked that down behind CVS. Construction is moving very quickly. They are planning to open on November 1st. You can find, yeah, $3 Express Car Wash, 27 free vacuums, free floor, mat, cleaning. You can find them, 251 and, and Shooting Park Road. They are coming soon. So thank you so much, Mr. Sparkle, for sponsoring the show. And thank you, Stacy Mayer's Designs. If you are looking to get a custom T-shirt for your, you know, this is for personal use. That's the nice thing with her. You know, a lot of times you you might want to make some T-shirts or you want to make something, and it can be, uh, you know, it can be costly. Yeah. Just to walk into any place, but, you know. Or they have, like, a volume requirement. A volume requirement, or a discount yeah. thing. So Stacy, you know, she can make one-offs, two-offs. I mean, that's the flexibility she offers. So Stacy Mayer's Designs, if you got uh, for your business or for home use or whatever, you know, custom koozies, T-shirts, decals, you name it, she can do it. You know, like I said, you can support her by all and support us at the same time by supporting us on Patreon and getting a uh, groovy new uh, koozie we're working on. Yeah, so, that's a good idea. Yeah, for looking, beer. Looking forward or, to that. Yeah, or for beer or, or white seltzer, claws. White, whatever, seltzer any of the, the narrower can. I wish yeah, that, I wish they had a name for that. Like if that there's style a style can. Yeah, with the profile, if there's a specific name, because same thing with like you have Tall Boys, which that's a thing. But I don't know. I don't know. Like the Coors Light kind of can. But that's yeah. not even the same as for either way. No need to dwell on it. <laughs> so we're about to close out the show. So hang on with us. We're gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna edit in the uh, music like normal. So it's gonna be like the ending, like the show is ending. But then as soon as the show, the music goes off, it, it's gonna jump right into episode eight, which was titled "Topical Curiosities" from November 2010, where we talked about a variety of things from. Um, Risque Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. uh, the C word. Uh-huh. We talk about uh, the mother of all swear words, and I could see why that was confusing for you, John. When we when I went back and listened to it, because in the Christmas story, the the mother of swear words is uh, the F bomb. Is the F bomb, and I, I 
went right past that one and went to the, the heavy to the hitter, word. the Straight one that you don't even word. talk about. Yeah. 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 So you it would yeah, listen to that. That's a pretty funny part in the show. Yeah, I think so too. I, I was chuckling listen back to that. And you know, we're not it's and I apologize ahead of time, you know, we uh that was back when we were we were using Radio Shack headsets. Yeah. So the and sound we were quality, doing it via Skype. We were doing it via Skype prior, you know, before Skype. I mean, that was early. Like now Skype does recording and it's really nice and ideal for podcasting remotely. It's it's pretty nice setup now. You don't need special recording systems, but back then we did. So the audio is going to be a bit rough. I, I warn everybody. I it was pretty. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, I listened to it. So well, it, when they hear this and then side by side with that, it will oh, definitely be a right little on. jarring. I mean, so and I will say this I'm too. I'm an audiophile. Like, I, I downloaded the Podbean app. And all of our episodes are available on there really easily. Oh, okay. So I never that think was, to suggest that to the, people. That's right. And, and it, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't know for in terms of listening to all your podcasts via that way. But if you are looking for back episodes, I mean, of I think our only, show. Yeah, yeah. Our, of our show, it only goes back to like seventy something or like well, with the last on twenty. Most, you're saying on most apps like right. iTunes, Spotify, they only go back right. twenty. Right. That's but on right. the Podbean app, you can actually go to any episode from. Everything is available on there for free. In, in, you could just download that app and get it that way too. So if you're looking for a way to just go back to old episodes, that's a cool way to do it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but for just as a kind of something different, we're going to tack on episode eight. And, you know, the thing, you know, at the beginning of the show, we're talking about the Peru pool, yeah. which is funny because we're still, people are still talking about that. Yeah. I They have the splash pad and everything over there now. And I think I listened to it and I was like, yep, I still agree with myself. Uh, <laughs> younger Clayton was right. They should have planned for this, but yeah. Separate conversation, I suppose. Yeah, so that there, there's that. There, I don't know. It's it's just different. It's 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 interesting as a time capsule to listen back to ourselves from ten years ago. We were we're talking about Modern Warfare two or something yeah, like that. Video for, games for which Call of Duty on I, PlayStation two or th- uh, three. PlayStation it would have been three. PlayStation. And I 3. said I pre-ordered it. I was like, why did I do that? I don't even remember playing that game. So I must have <laughs> thought I was going to start playing it, and then probably got it. Realized right away that it ain't for me, and traded it in and started playing something else but I, yeah. even then i said i don't play i don't have, don't make a lot of time for myself to play video games which is true yeah um it's even less so now so i don't I know just, what the heck i was thinking it was nostalgic for me to listen to us talk about like the pre-orders and the people waiting in right. line for the midnight releases i mean i miss that i used to love the midnight releases it just felt like you were part of a group kind of throwback to like the community thing we were talking about with talking to people so it had I to be one I, of the biggest games at the time too right oh yeah 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 definitely so um nowadays that's just not as big of a deal because so many people just stream they just get it direct right the, the, you don't have to leave your house yeah you just yeah. download it just download it so uh starting at midnight or something or depending on where you're at yeah right so uh and I apologize uh, once again for my uh, gay Hitler comment. So uh, hopefully that doesn't affect If anybody. I saw someone pull that... Co- so you were referencing a Halloween costume of someone being a, a gay... It was an ironic... It was supposed to be an ironic comment. On a so, college campus. On a college campus. Because that is something I it's actually saw. blackface. That would be no, worse, No, it's right? not blackface. And it, I saw that. I remember... You... Oh, oh. <laughs> that's probably why you referenced it. Says. Yeah, that's a real wow. thing. That was a real thing. I remember... Yeah, that was actually... Thinking like, the, that's kind of pushing it, right? No, the champagne... Had a sweet ass gift uh, Halloween costume store, an all year Halloween costume or right. all year costume shop. It was one of the coolest stores I've ever been in. It was, and they had that. Yeah. I, I remember they had that. That was a real thing. So um, yeah. 
enjoy. I yeah. mean, it's uh, yeah, it's a throwback. If you make it all the way through, I mean, it's only forty-five minute episode too, which is funny. That was one of the things I thought was funny about it. It's like we take breaks pretty quickly. Like we turn ourselves, we turn the topics around like probably too fast. Like yeah. now we we I think then we were thinking more along the lines of like a radio show where they, radio, they're cutting yeah. the commercial every six minutes. And now in the Rogan world that we live in, like a three-hour podcast isn't absurd at all. No. Um, I think we felt like we were doing pretty good when we hit an hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this right? particular episode's 45 minutes um, that, that you're going to appear Which it, in. It might be a little bit weird to the listener because I'm going to cut out the music because back then I was a little less aware of uh, copyright oh. rules. So I'm pre- I, I don't know if that music would technically work today so i'm just gonna cut it all out so oh really it's, oh, yeah. i like the transitions know. they were kind of long and it was kind of funny but they they uh they, i'll double they, check if i can find the you, music. you used to pull it off of um the free music domain yeah. but even the music on there some of the music on the free music archive would say it's okay to use in certain platforms and they're i and just want to try to keep days, things on the up and up yeah these days i just keep it on the up and up and i only use music that says it's 100 percent royalty free you can use it for anything that okay. way, just so that we're protected. Um, back then, I was little. I was taking it from that website, thinking that anything it didn't I matter, took off but that each website one had its safe. own explicit, uh, uh, probably instructions yeah, on how it could point, be used. I don't have it written down what those songs were even named, so I'm probably just going to cut them out. So unfortunately, do you have the music, like the original recordings then? I I have them on my old computer, and I didn't want to have to pull it all out and get all that original stuff out. So I'm actually just going to use the tack on the MP3. Oh, cool. So that's. Uh, you know, this it's gonna less in its whole form. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if I can. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, enjoy. I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, you can find us on. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, well, Google Podcasts now, TuneIn Radio, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Slowly working the work. Slowly getting YouTube videos out there and coming soon. Coming soon, we're going to be on Amazon Audible. They're going to have their own platform. They're jumping on board the podcast. World. Yeah, so that we're, makes sense. And we're signed up, so we're going to be on there too. So. All right, Sweet. awesome job. But yeah, I guess that's good about job. By you, as they say. Okay. Yeah. Well, goodbye, us. And yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, it's always awkward trying to end these things. Yeah. Right. So enjoy the show. Oh, enjoy episode eight. I'm done. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. You can reach us at Facebook or go to www.ivpod.com. Let's rock. Rock. everybody it's episode eight episode eight cool hi john how's it going hi clayton i'm fine that's good it's a late night this feels kind of weird we just had the time change so it feels a little bit later than it actually is Mm mm-hmm
So. Although it's okay because we have that extra time tomorrow too. So that's true. Right. It's true. So this week is a little bit of an off week for us. We did two research-based shows back-to-back. I think they went pretty well. So this week we kind of uh, dragged our butts a little bit and didn't really come up with any new topics. So we're going we're gonna to have a lighter show for you, everybody. Yeah, that's okay. We have some good ideas. We we're, we have some things waiting in the wings, I hope, right, uh, that we're kind of bouncing around working on so yeah i think we'll be just fine we just kind of mm-hmm. took it easy this week yeah well i think what we'll do is we'll talk about some local news stuff um maybe do some podcasts um that we've been listening to and uh that'll be about it so sounds good i'm just gonna sit and i'm gonna let you talk for the next half hour All go right. ahead clayton okay uh, off we go then <laughs> um let's see what went on this week we had the elections. Hope everybody voted. Yes, uh, I hope you did. If you sit on your hands. Right. Oh, if you didn't vote, then I don't want to hear any griping. Yeah, exactly. Because so. it's like, cause, <laughs> you, oh, that's, just, that's what I hear. You, know? you, you forfeited have... your right to bitch. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I mean, if you just don't have any reason to bitch if you didn't go vote. And your vote does count. So if you hear this and you're getting mad that we're making fun of you, good. Right. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Even if you don't know anything, you can at least uh, to go online and take a take a politics quiz and pick a party and and vote for that one or something. You know what I mean? The one that'll tell you what party you belong to. Oh yeah. Good <laughs> luck with that. I I did it. I did it for the last presidential election, and they told me that I aligned best with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was before the it was before the primary or whatever. Interesting. But yeah. It, I thought it was really funny, I, I, really, but um, not not that I was against her or anything, because I really wasn't. I just, I I didn't expect it. So that's what I thought was cool about it. But Interesting. Um, well, I, uh, yeah, now we're all done, so we can start looking forward to, well, I'm not going to pay much. I don't pay much attention these days, because I find that the more I pay attention to politics, the more pissed off I am. Oh, yeah. In general. Because yeah, it's it's a lot of BS. I suppose I mean even in Peru, like even on a local level, it's just insane the amount of crap that that gets flung around. Um, yeah, so the, I, the, pool, I, the pool thing in Peru is a complete mess. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, so I, mean, I just I just try not to pay too much attention these days. That's probably the wrong attitude to have, but I just find I'm a lot happier that way. Right. Oh yeah. I, I enjoy it actually. Some of it, like the the pool thing. I, I'm gonna just a little quick rant on that. That the pool. What is it? Sixty years old now, right? Right. So it was I made so. in. They put it in in the 40s or 50s, right? Um, my my biggest thing is it's like how come no one thought to start saving money to replace the pool like 20 years ago, or even when they first built it? Like I mean, any like any accounting principle or you know anytime you have property that depreciates in value or gets used up and i think a pool is a pool is not like i mean especially one that's that old eventually you have to start thinking maybe maybe we're gonna have to build a new one one day and you should probably have thought of that way before the one is so it is in such bad condition that it you know is unusable so and that's the thing that kind of aggravated me and i i have a background where i can say that confidently like that the parks department wasn't doing their job and 
Zing. I, too bad. No, it's true. I mean, they didn't. I mean, where, where, where it's, it's like having a, it's like having a road and never planning to ever repave it again. And then when it's in it and it's, and it's full of potholes and someone's like, Hey, we need money to repave the road. People are like, what do you mean? You need money to repave it. We don't got any money set aside for that. It's like, didn't we know the road was going to need to be repaved? Like, yeah, you do. So you, you put money aside. You, you, yeah, it's just, I don't, it's like the same principle. Like if you own a business, you buy a brand new truck and, and, and it's not as clear cut as that, but if you, if you, if you own that truck, you say, you know, after five years, this truck is going to be expired. At least like it'll be paid for or whatever. And we're, we should be, we should have the money to buy a new one after so long. And even if you don't buy that new one, you still have that money set aside that's allocated to buy a new truck because that one is expired. And even if, even if you're still using it and you can get more out of it, you still have that money, which you can make money on. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, and, and you know, and the, the, like, what was the thing that they just had the big vote on? Because uh, well, they, they were there was a big the, there's a big right. grant. There's right. one of the first times where you could take advantage of a grant where the government's going to pay for the majority of this pool, but you got to have all the money up right. front. Right, you had to have, have a finance plan, and it was to cover three quarters of it. And I actually, I think what. Baker or not Baker? That's funny that I said that. Scott Harrell did. I thought I was an admirable move on his part to veto. You know what? I actually, yeah. actually yeah, it took some balls for him to be like, "So you guys are going to do this, but you're not really following the rules. Like, you guys are going to you're pretending like we already have a plan to get the money, but everybody wants to have a new pool, but no one wants to tell anybody how they're going to pay for it. And that's right. hilarious. And then he's like stepping out in front of everybody and saying, "No, you can't." You can't. Yeah, you know what? I you know the popular thing. In the town of Peru right now is you know, by all the all the aldermen is to push for this pool, but uh, you know we may we don't have any affiliations on this show. But I did I would have to say I th- I liked his comment in the paper. Uh, it said something to the effect of you know hey look at the state of Illinois we're not exactly doing well. Everybody's trying to tighten their belts, and mm-hmm. you want to go spend how much money on this pool when right. we actually have some? I mean. We have some at our disposal. I mean, it's it's uh, it's not the uh, I don't know. It's a tough topic, but uh, yeah, I think I, I I agree. I think he was pretty ballsy with that move. Well, right. He just is being. He's doing his job, and that's that's admirable. And he needs to tell the alderman, like, yeah, hey, I'm all for a pool. You just need to tell me how we're going to pay for it. That's all. Right. And I think there was one thing where there'd be a three dollars or five dollar a month add-on to the utility bills um, per month. No, that uh, that no. I uh, don't like. <laughs> no. he, he, can, yeah. he, can, he can figure out ways to find the money, but uh, I don't think he should touch utilities because that brings people to Peru in general. I, okay, that's, that's a reasonable got, point. Well, because Peru's got such low electric rates, and that's a, that's a draw. Would you rather see a bump in sales tax? Um... Yeah, because it ends up um, you have more people affect, from outside the area. Yeah, it affects people, it affects people like you who live in Ottawa, right? Who go to a Target because there's the yeah, right, right on. <laughs> and I actually, I actually think that's right. It's like the same thing. The same reason you want tourism is because you want to bring money from outside the area, and that's probably part of the reason Peru can still afford to keep its taxes as low as it does because of, because of its uh, commercial districts. And I don't think even a quarter of a percent or whatever it would be. 
is ever going to drive. That's not going to drive people away. Like if you get up in the suburbs and that, um, I was talking to a guy today actually who said like, there's some um, smaller suburbs up there. Um, what Barrington? He says like eleven or twelve percent sales tax. Yikes! Yeah, like what? What? <laughs> how did it get out? How did it get that far out of control that you need to charge that much? Right. You know what I mean? You're paying it. You're paying twelve cents just to get a coke out of. You know what I mean? Uh, at the at the Walmart. Well, up there, yeah. You know what I mean? A- that the only thing there is that's a different world up there. If you look at the houses those people live in, I mean, oh yeah, you're right. It's so. a, it's ridiculous. Some of those houses, it's like you could fit, you know, fifty families in them. It's nuts. Right. Right. Anyway, right. that's good stuff, though. Good stuff. Good start to the show when we had nothing to talk about. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we could fill up the time. Sure. But what else? Did, what else was I? Oh, we had Halloween um, last Sunday, so. Uh, we recorded on Halloween night, but um, one of the stories that popped out—I don't know if it actually made the paper. Did it? That the I believe the, it did. Yes. The boy from Depew that um, they didn't have the picture in the paper, but they did have the story in the paper. He was supposedly dressed up like a ghost, but very closely resembled um, a KKK member. Yes. Uh, it's a, it's you know I didn't read the article. I've only heard this is one of those I've only heard from people about this topic. So I don't know. Who did what, where, and when? But I—I I mean, I can't help but feel bad for the kid because he probably had no clue. I mean, how old was he? Do you know? I, no, I see it's I not no in idea. the Ottawa paper, and the News Tribune's archive isn't searchable. So I gotta think that they didn't do it on purpose. But at no, the same time, the, yeah, everybody's riding him real hard. Hopefully, his parents didn't dress him up like that and send him off and laugh. Well, uh, exactly. If, I really if hope that not. was the case. But I could here's here's like I was sympathetic. Like I had the vision of maybe a kid who tried to make his own costume. Sure. And he chopped up some sheets, and he looked like a goon, KKK man, and he thought he looked like a pretty sweet ghost, and no one. He, you know, maybe he's not, you know, maybe his parents aren't always there to help him out or whatever. And I mean, I'm not trying to make assumptions, but in this instance, you could understand how that kind of thing would happen where, yeah. you know, there wasn't anybody there to tell him otherwise. And that's too bad. And now people think he's a, you know, think it's an awful thing. I, we're assuming it was a boy too, aren't we? Yeah, we're assuming that. And um, yeah, we're assuming a lot of things. We really know very little about this, but uh, I got to. I got a feel for the kid. I mean, I would think that he didn't. I'd like to. Th- I'd like to give him the benefit of the benefit of the doubt that he did not know that yeah, he was he, doing well, this. Here's the thing, too. I guess this is kind of a uh, uh, to take it a little bit further. It, it, say, I'd feel sorry for him if he did it on purpose. Oh, that you he's know, that I demented. Mean, so. Well, he's that demented, and no one, no one stepped up and told him then no, like right. knock it off, man. That's you know unacceptable, and and you can't, you can't wear your your hood, your KKK hood to school today. Like, yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah, right. no. Well, I mean, and the, the other thing too. I mean, I don't think it would probably really ever be totally appropriate to wear that garb anywhere, even if it was to a, like an adult party that was private with just your friends, but. Then again, it'd probably get the, get a hell of a reaction, you know what I mean? And it, it's just what it represents. Obviously, is is reprehensible or however you want to put it. But um, sometimes people make a big deal out of stuff. I don't know. Do you think it would be inappropriate if someone dressed up like Hitler and went to a party? Uh, I've seen it done on college campuses, um, and it yes. It's Actually, you know taste. what? It is. It is. I think it's important. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is. 
I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have I the balls. Would, yeah, no. and I wouldn't. And part of me like thinks it's funny, and then there's the other part of me that's like, well, it depends. Actually, I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. Oh, right, unless, unless of course you had an odd spin to it, like you were gay Hitler. Or, yeah, that would, that would be funny. Not to discredit the gay people out there, I'm sorry, but uh, or something, something like that. Maybe some odd twist, some turn it on its heels. Like, what could right. you do? Well, that would be that would be like, would you say that's ironic? You know what I mean? Like a, a gay Hitler because he wanted to kill all the gay people. So there you go. He dressed up like he was actually gay. I guess that would be kind of that fun. would go. Over I'm get it, bit. That's in poor taste as well, but that's, that's kind of what that's what Halloween sort of represents for a lot of adults now like the women dress like total horrors so not all of them but a lot of them do especially on a college campus like we were talking about you can Um, definitely get away with a lot of crazy stuff right you could take a job like a doctor and that the woman's dressed like a skanky doctor and you don't hear the doctors getting outraged because there's I don't know. They probably like it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I, I've heard a lot of talk about it, and it seems like people, more people are talking about the costumes and how out of, out of control it is. But what's so funny is a lot of those sexy costumes are the ones that people buy. And seeing as how this is a commercial, um, you know, capitalistic society, those are the costumes that sell. So it's not necessarily the big mean company's fault for selling them that that's what the people want. You know what I mean? So everybody that wants to be up in arms about sexy costumes, well, that's what sell best. So that's what you're going to find out there for sale. I think that's an interesting angle, too. And with that, Clayton, I think that's a good moment for us to take a second for some sexy time. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay, that was quick. It was. Hey, you were fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do what I can. Yeah. Um, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I think we wrapped up the Halloween topic pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to hit on the? Um, I don't. I. You have Vermilion River thing. I don't know enough about that. Maybe we can hit that next week. Yeah, because here's what happened. I we didn't. We sent out a text uh, messaging to our local fan base, or our, yeah, our local fan base, and tried to get some ideas for this week's show. And one of those ideas was the Vermilion River closing. Somewhere on the Vermilion, I believe on the Big Vermilion, they closed the river. I don't know anything else other than that. It's been blocked off for a long time, but I mean, I just didn't know there was any uh, more news on it is all. Well, you know what? Did somebody die there? Didn't somebody die? Yeah, that yeah, that was all. That was all a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. And that's why they blocked it off. So yeah, you're way behind, bro. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, I blame blame uh, our user who wrote us. I don't remember who wrote us, but what are you doing, man? Come on. Yeah. Well, he's. I think Martino actually had a movement. Um, there's a. They're waiting approval from, uh, what's the name of the company there? Not Lone Star, but whatever it's called now. They're the ones that block it, have it all blocked up. Yeah. So there was some sort of uh, agreement with the state and between the state and that company to to get that waterway open. And there's all kinds of um, details on it, but 
like I said, I don't really want to hash it out, although it is a good topic because it's in, it's really interesting. I think there's some conflicting um, rules there. Like it's their land, but then people have the right to the waterway because of the Waterway Act or whatever it's called. And so, blah, well, blah, you got to be careful on that Vermilion River if you're riding a raft or something. I remember we used to do that. We'd go tubing. rafting, go tubing down there. There's some yeah. fun rapids, mm-hmm. some fun spots. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's where people ran into trouble. <laughs> uh, what did we? Uh, we did get some comments on the website. Um, not this yeah. past week. Do you want to hit that up, John? Well, yeah, we had one uh, about a week or so, eh, a week or two ago, from uh, Izebnad. Say that's his name. On the uh, post here. Is OB Nad. Is OB Nad, yeah. There you go. It sounds better. And his comment was anybody who is a big fan of Wiffle Ball probably has played it. Really? And that was a quote. There's quotation marks there uh, around the anybody and it. Anybody who is a big fan of Wiffle Ball really probably has played it. Really? Giving us a little really treatment. Um, uh, yeah. that's, that's referencing our very first show. When we discussed wiffle ball, and I believe that was your comment, Clayton. So that that comment's directed towards you. Was he so surprised gonna... that is that an untrue statement that I said? <laughs> is that is that what he's upset with me about? Does he think I... that's not true? <laughs> <laughs> I I admit it's I kind think of it's... a stupid ass thing to say, but I. <laughs> it's like a here's I'm... your sign if you're familiar with that those I jokes. Was nervous, man. It was our first show. I mean, come yeah. On. No, I I mean. Yeah, I, I think wiffle ball actually is. It, to comment further on this, maybe I'll say something else stupid. Um, it's a love hate thing. You either like it or you hate it. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember when we played it in, in gym class and at LP? And uh, some people would go out and walk the track. And oh yeah, they hated it. That that played it. Like, either you were into it or you hated it. And oh yeah. If, if you stayed it and played, it was probably because it was cold outside and you didn't want to go walking on the track because it was cold. <clears throat> yeah, I love this so much I busted my front teeth because of it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's good stuff. And you got pulled over on your way to your uh the dentist, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I had to show the cop my teeth in the cup. <laughs> and then he's like, Okay, slow down. Yeah, he was very cool about it. Did showed him gave him a big smile, showed him my two front missing teeth and showed That's him the cup. It was a something out of a movie. It was priceless. Yeah, yeah it's funny. That is good. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, I don't think he actually even listened to the whole episode. He, I'm guessing that this listener actually was one of those guys that just picked out a couple of things to to rip on us about, and then that's it. He moved on. Yeah, <laughs> we'll show him. Well, yeah. And a listener is like that. Come on. Yeah, bro. we need more comments, though, guys. And we we see these are good, though. I like this kind of comment because these are fun to talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd add, you know, and, and we'd actually take some questions. Like if you're if you're looking for some relationship advice, or uh, uh, if you have some hypothetical questions, you know, um, you want some hypothetical help not to rip it, off the podcast, but that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, where we well, give you, know, you sometimes people come up with really creative stuff and. Yeah, we want to. I think that'd be a fun segment that we could have on our show. So please write us. Let us know. Give us some questions. Give us something to ponder. 
Right. Uh, we Somebody may... wouldn't hear somewhere else. Yeah, we'll give you straight up honest answers. They may be completely wrong, but we'll try. Yeah. Maybe someone wants to know why we don't, you know, seeing as how this is a podcast, why we don't swear up a storm. You know, we could talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could do a dirty episode. I don't know if that's a good idea. I think I actually kind of like the idea of, you know, like Bill Cosby said, you know, you don't always need to swear to be funny, even though it isn't necessarily our intent to be funny. But sometimes swearing actually makes you sound like a moron. So, right. And I, I generally speak like a sailor. So uh, it's kind you know of what I, me to try to clean it up for, for an hour every week. Yeah, we, we do pretty good. I'd actually say um, it's funny because lately I think I find myself – saying a lot more uh bad words just because i'm listening to a lot of podcasts where they cuss oh, a lot yeah no that's true i've been saying the mother of all swear words a lot lately because <laughs> uh, of bill burr right and i and i use it casually and it's like you shouldn't you know that one's bad and some women really hate that word other women don't mind it so much but some of them do i think your wife's one of them that's like oh you can't say that one around me no and no she's cool she's is she all right with it i just I, I think i said it the one time and she was like clayton <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh, i'm sorry I, it just slips out man i just start uttering and i'm like you know if i especially um playing i, I play uh, madden online i don't know maybe uh, maybe one or two games a week that's like my that's about all the video game time i'm getting these days but um yeah i drop the c word a lot especially when i'm playing someone that's way better than me and i'm getting slaughtered oh and we're I, talking the, about the c word yeah oh i'm sorry i thought the we were mother of just all the old... I, I think that one's the mother of all oh, maybe oh. in terms of classic swears i guess it isn't because that would be the f Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were just talking about the f bomb. I uh, yeah, no, the wife, my wife, don't like that word. Uh, no, right, no. she doesn't. I, I was gonna, I was gonna debate it with you, but I figured you knew better than me. No, uh, I yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and you know, I, it's, I, he says it a lot. <laughs> you know, and there was a movie called um, I want to say it was Gangster Number One. It was a British movie. Uh, it had the guy from Clockwork Orange in it. And um, it's a good movie, I thought. Actually, I liked the first half when the guy, Clockwork Orange guy's not in the movie, uh, but that's not the point. Uh, but they use the C word regularly, but oh, they yeah. use it towards other men. They don't really use it towards women. Right. And in that, and you know, when you use it like that, I had watched that movie like twice. So then I was like wanting to say that word. <laughs> and I yes. think I, oh. I remember the first time I heard that word when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm, hey, not, we, I'm not kidding. I have uh, technical difficulties here on my side. I'm going to have to pause for a break. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay, sorry, everybody. Um, Clayton. That was a good, we had some good stuff going on there. Sorry, I have my uh, duty calls here on the whole fatherhood thing. Yeah, I understood. <laughs> uh, we, were, we were talking about the, uh, as there was a little confusion, The I said the mother of all swear words, and you were thinking one, and I was thinking another one, um, but the C word. And I was going to say that the first time that I heard that story, um, I was a kid, and or first time I heard that word, um, we were at Little League, uh, like minor league practice. I was probably like nine years old. And um, we were at 
Church Street Park. Remember when they used to have a baseball field there? Of course. <laughs> and we were practicing, and there was, there was another team practicing on the same field. Not at this, not on the same field, but in the park, you know, just further down. And some kid stormed off. Like, he was yelling at his coach really, really bad. And he stormed off. And, like, ten minutes after this kid rode off on his bicycle after getting in a shouting match with his coach, which he was, like, you know, ten years old so it was it was odd just to watch that go down and then this big dude showed up like he looked like he was on steroids he was driving like a a white car like muscle car he had you know he had no sleeves on his shirt and like he you know he he had this this kid with him that just got into a shouting match with his coach and it looked like it appeared to be i don't know older brother um i don't know uh mom's boyfriend situation i, okay. I don't really know All right. he, he uh he used the c word and uh he used it with force uh <laughs> in a threatening manner and uh me and aaron went home <laughs> that day from our baseball practice and asked our father what that word meant and uh we were told he wasn't mad he was like you know he, he didn't mind that we asked but we were told that that's just one you just don't say. <laughs> right, right. He, he said, you know, you hear me swear a lot, because we did. But he wasn't, that was one he was like, yeah, uh, I can't believe you haven't heard it until now. Which then again, I, I was like, to me, it was such a strong word. And the way that guy used it, he was pissed. And, he, you know, his mullet was waving in the wind, and he was all mad. And he was threatening to beat up the coach. And it's just ridiculous, but... And then my dad's just like, yeah, you don't, you don't use that one, especially in front of women. So right. I've always been leery of it. And then Bill Burr comes along and just starts using it all casually. And yeah. <laughs> I want to start saying it. I know not to say that word. Even right. if I'm joking around and even if it's referring to a man, it just, I just don't do it. I think, I think they Bad. use it, they use it quite a bit in, in like, uh, England, yeah, they use it differently a bit. It's uh, was yeah. it in Green Street Hooligans? Um, I think so. Okay, oh, I, I, I think that yeah, you know, it probably was because that one was pretty vulgar. There's a lot of stuff in that movie. That's a great movie if anybody it is, is looking for a good movie to see. Um, definitely good revenge factor or whatever. Not to you gotta, give anything away, but it's good. Got to combine that word with the f bomb though, and that makes just like truly. Awesome saying. Farting bunt. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to keep our yes. clean tag there. Yeah. Anyway. Don't be a dumb farting bunt. <laughs> <laughs> you farting bunt. Anyway. We'll I smacked on. that farting bunt right in the mouth. Oh man, shouldn't say stuff like that. How could you do that? What broke us into that? We were talking about video games, weren't we? No, we weren't. But we. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. That's bad. Uh, We well, we were going to talk about the uh, uh, the Black Ops Call of Duty is getting released uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday at midnight, so basically Monday night. Um, uh, yeah, and, and there was it, what's so funny about it is that we kind of looking up. I I heard stories about all the pre-sales, like hundreds of pre-sales. Uh, you know where the people actually come and wait in line. They're showing a movie at the GameStop in Ottawa um, for the people that are waiting in line to get the game. 
I heard that there was 450 reserved at the GameStop in, in Morris. Um, this is my uh, reporting skills here coming to because I went and hung out at the GameStop and got the scoop. <laughs> nice. Uh, which Very is good. A good. It's actually a good place to hang out. Like those it the is. Guys They're that fun. In, yeah, the guys that work in it are always like down to chit chat and like talk, you know, shoot the breeze about different games and whatnot. And they'll tell you what they think, honestly. They're not trying to sell you anything. Uh, you know, I mean, so. Uh, I know I went there and hung out for a while, and but when we were doing our little research for this, little you know talking about this, I I came across in a an article about a GameStop in uh, Baltimore near Baltimore that got robbed, and one of the things they stole was the Black Ops. So it's kind of ironic, given that this is probably one of the most violent. Although, um, did you see the commercial for it? With um, with uh, all the yes. celebrities in it, like Kobe Bryant's in it. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. No. Where they're like they show they're all running around with weapons. And really? Yeah. Uh, who's the Who's on the Man Show with uh, Jimmy Kimmel? The Jimmy Kimmel was he? He's like using a rocket launcher and <laughs> like they just show like normal people running around with all these weapons. Like because I think a lot. It's this is probably the most popular. Uh, especially first-person shooter going, right? Well, big time, yeah. I mean, it's like the the first-day sales of Modern Warfare 2 broke all the records. I mean, I th- it it blew away, like, movies, you know. all You know, there's no well, way movies could ga- be. I'm, I'm pretty sure the gaming industry is actually makes more money, uh, you know, or does more in sales than the movie industry. And I'm I, I'm pretty sure that's fact. I don't know if they're there yet. That's I don't know. No, I think it is. I, I uh I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it, John. Do you got something you wanna talk about while I Google it? Um, not really. I mean just just a word of caution because I know you mentioned that you had put your pre order in. Yeah, and, and I don't really, be getting it. Uh, yeah, I, don't I gotta play tell you. Well yeah. yeah, I mean I play uh, I, I'm more of a SOCOM junkie, which is a third person shooter, but it's you know, I play a lot of first person shooters too and um Call of Duty, people who play Call of Duty are freaking crazy good. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like, they get you, hooked. And you think you're good, and then you go play on there, and they're just insanely good. Like, I get, I got so mad from playing it. I thought I was pretty good at playing those games, and I would play just cold. Like, I found out you can't just jump in cold after not playing those games for a while and oh, think really? you're going to do good. You've got to jump in and. It's probably a good idea to do the storyboard story mode just to get yeah. warmed up before you even try to get into those multiplayer modes because it's insane. I mean, yeah, it's I gotta get. I mean, I can do I can hold my own, but it's like it's almost like any like sporting thing where you gotta work at it. It's 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 amazing how good they are, but the, the amount of hours some people log is uh is a, oh, bit, like a bit on the. It's a bit crazy. I mean, I think, they... I think there's actually like uh, you, the, what is it? The DSM four, the the diagnostic manual for psychologists. Um, I think they they they're sort of they've actually worked that into their addictions, where that it qualifies as you know you can be addicted to video games. Oh, I I, I buy that. I mean, I I, mean, I can definitely. I I could share. I don't mind sharing that. I've been I've had there's been times where like every night I was playing like every single night and like. It's just like, and I would always play every single night. Finally, uh, I don't know what 
broke me of it. I was think it I your did. boss at work that was like, hey, dude, you're uh... <laughs> No, no, no. I was, no I, I was able to maintain. It didn't actually affect me. So you're not addicted way. then? No, I guess it's not a true addiction. I said that's not true, I guess. Yeah, I know. I guess I was a reach. No, but. no, no. But I didn't know. I hear what you're saying, though. But like, you you looked forward to that part of your day. Yeah, you know, I think so the end of the night where you get to sit down and play your games is is like that's the payoff, man. Right. So, not. Uh, I think people get hooked on. I mean, just in general, but the um, what's the the internet based um. Where you have uh, God, I can't believe I can't think of the name oh, like of this. World, one. Of, World of Warcraft. Yeah, well, that's where I was going with it. Yeah, that that one's one where people get super hooked on it. Right. I watched a really good documentary on the History Channel on that. I mean, those people, they really. Oh, get really? Hooked. Yeah, they have a really good. It's called Gamers, and it was all about dudes <clears> who play um, all those types of games. Like the WoW. Uh, I don't. The Blizzard. They just had a big giant convention. The Blizzard convention blizzcon and that's a big deal um for people where they just log i mean they they really do have problems with their social lives because they get so addicted to those games it's mm-hmm. it's a tough one uh, yeah that's that type of gaming i just try to avoid it because i know that i don't want that to happen to me so i just right. avoid those games altogether uh yeah i i uh i i stick to my my sports games but Speaking um, I, of uh, speaking of video games, though, the another big thing coming out is the Connect. That's not out yet, huh? Uh, I don't think so. No, and it's or no, maybe it is now. Actually, I think it is. But that's going to be the hot seller this Christmas. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I I think the the move is I'm gonna I'm gonna be tempted to get that at some point for my PlayStation. I don't well, know. Well, the Connect already has had their problems i mean on the first day before they even started selling it they had stuff in the media that people were complaining that if you have a dark complexion so if you're i think they had people who were asian american or or african american and they uh the facial recognition features on the connect just didn't really work very well for them so they had a bit of a pr problem uh that this was designed only for the white man uh, that's that it is You'd think that they would have that worked out. Okay. Yeah, who am I? You know, I don't, I don't know. But honestly, though, don't you think? Yeah, do you think so? So off like the they bat, never, they never did a trial run with different ethnicities and black people, white people, Asians. You know, like like nope. light skinned black folk, dark skinned black folk. <laughs> they never mixed it up. You know, I don't know. That is a little. That's I heard. I mean, I did hear about like if the um, <clears throat> if you had windows open. And the sun was out, you could cause problems. Certain lights yes. in the room can cause problems, but <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I don't know if I'm going to be jumping into the motion uh, gaming yet. We're, like, I, we're we're old school, so we're going to have a hard time giving up our paddles, as they say. Oh, totally. I um, I'm just not going to do it. I, I I you know, it'd be nice to have as just a something different, but uh uh-huh. No, I'm the same way. Stick with my joystick. I will mm-hmm. twiddle my thumbs, and I am happy with that. Mm-hmm. Word. Word. <laughs> I hear you. Well, uh, that's about it for our list here. What else are we going to talk about? Um, well, we should probably take a break before we close it out. Okay. What do you say? 
That sounds good. Let's have a break. Okay. I could use a beer. <laughs> Actually, no, I can't, but maybe. <laughs> we'll be back. Okay, everybody, we're going to close this thing out to end this craziness. Yes. Should we do? We're just... Uh, well, I, I was going to bring up one podcast, and then we could wrap it. Uh, and really quickly, the video game industry is, it's, is, is close to making as much as the movie industry. Or it's up for debate. I couldn't find anything de- definitive. You're so wrong. I didn't want to confidently say that that one was bigger than the other. But... uh I guess my podcast of the week, and this is awesome because it's like a really old one, and you listen to it as well. I was going to do, there's two episodes of Mark Marin, uh, WTF. Um, it stands for what the F word, um, uh, with Carlos Mencia. And I just lost Carlos Mencia has a, a love-hate thing going on. Either people love him or they hate him, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say it seems like... More people hate him. Yeah, more people, especially now. Um, but he's taken a lot of bad press. But he was on Mark Marin one episode, and then Marin felt like uh, the episode kind of was unresolved. Like he didn't really feel like he got honest answers out of Mencia, right? Which was interesting. I'm, it's interesting that he picked up on that because, like, I think we both said we both bought into what Mencia was talking about, and. Uh, well, but, yeah. but Marin wasn't totally buying it, so he went and did some further research, got some friends of his to do some interviews as well, and turns out, uh, yeah, he's uh, he likes to steal jokes. Right. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna say. And he it turns out he's like kind of crazy and a kind of an a hole. So right. Beyond just being a joke thief. Um, but the the one thing that I thought was really funny is like he said his first gig that he ever went to, he literally bought a joke book that day and like that's what he went on stage and did. Right. And then they say he has kind of a steel trap mind. And he also said that he's never done drugs or drank. He had right. just started he had just and this these inter, this interview took place earlier this year, right? It was probably more late winter, early spring. Yeah, it was early on. So I mean if you dig you can still get it on iTunes. It's not in some right. archive or anything. It's no, it's still episode available. 75 and 76 for Mark Marin. Um, and it's M A R C M A O M A R O N for Marin. Right. I always get always confused by that. But you could probably search just for WTF and he does spectacular interviews. He's actually he has a really unique style, but it's really you really feel like you're you're getting to know the people that he's interviewing. And I, I guess that's what's so good about it is because kind of that's the goal of it. And he's yes, very personal. Very personal. And uh, you really feel like you really, you truly do. You really feel like you're getting to know the people that he's and interviewing. It, and it's mainly, you know, it's it's a comedy thing. If you're into listening to com- comics and learning about comics, then that's a good show because that's what it is. It's him primarily interviewing other comics. 
Mm-hmm. You feel like you kind of get a little insight into the industry, not falsely. Like I don't think I know everything there is to know about comedians, but I'm learning um, who a lot of these guys are, what, how they make their money. Um, besides just going on stage, uh, you know, right. so really, it's 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 neat, and some of them in their unique personalities, that's for sure, and that's what makes it really interesting especially like the mencia thing is he's he was so huge at his own show and i i couldn't quite figure out why he even agreed to go on it i think you know what i mean was he he's did he think he would go on Marin's show and clear the air and, and i think he did i thought I, I think and that's exactly i think that's exactly what he did on that first show he sounded like he was prepared to defend himself and i think right. to a certain extent he did a good job of it because i know I, he kind of won me over um because right. i didn't know better um but uh, then that second episode, he definitely seemed like he was not prepared. No, like Marin caught him off guard. And like I think when in the first interview, Marin asked him some really good questions, things that he probably hadn't thought about or kind of he danced around the question and sort of gave an answer but didn't really answer the question, which you got to be pretty skilled to do that. You know right. what I mean? I, I thought it was interesting because like what you said, he had this – he was a totally clean dude with no drugs, no alcohol, but I think he's neurotic. They kind of they kind of alluded to this that he almost has an addiction to the to the power he gets on stage, and that's why he doesn't care. Yeah, in the second he, interview, yeah, he said that he loves comedy. He loves entertaining more than he loves his wife, more than he loves his kids. Yeah, and right. it was like he was, and it to me like the tone of his voice almost sounded like he was on the verge of tears when he said that. Yep. So when I heard him say that, I'm like, "Jeez, this guy's, this guy's crazy." Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the conviction that he says it with is just like, I maybe maybe it's he's trying to prove the point that like this is his life and he loves it, and he was just you know sometimes people say things that aren't really true just for effect, but um, he you really kind of get a sense that he is a little bit crazy too. So. Yep. So that's the podcast of the week. If anybody actually listens to it and wants to talk about it or whatever, that's really good. I don't know. You feel like when you listen to something like that, you got to like come home and tell someone about it. Like, oh, I listened to this interview. It was fantastic. Here, let me tell you about it. And usually the person's like, oh, Jesus. You I need feel to tell. that way. I feel you that tell. way every yeah. time I listen to Ivy Pod. Yeah. Well, you should. It should be a discussion piece. <laughs> Yeah, all the kids in high school should listen to it, and then when they come to dinner, they can talk about how Mayor Baker vetoed uh, the the alderman's vote. It's not that, Mayor Baker or Mayor <laughs> Mayor Harrell. Whatever he was the mayor for my entire life up until two years ago. So, right? He's still he. I think Baker would have vetoed that too, anyway. So I think we're we're finding things out about you, Clayton, and what's going on here. I'm just subliminally trying to to, make, uh, to get him back in office. Actually, I, 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 mean, I can't even vote in Peru, so why do I even care? So, That's why right. you can say anything you want, because you don't have to worry about it. Right. I'm not even taking sides. I don't even think there is sides to take. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. No. Because none they, of those people listen to these podcasts anyway, so who cares? Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And even if they had a problem, they wouldn't write us anyway. (laughs) Okay. I think we should call it good. Let's wrap this puppy up. What do you say, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm shot. Me too. I'm done. Stick a fork in me.
Did you eat the igloo again? <laughs> no. No, not much better, though, Papa John's. Oh, wow. I haven't had that in forever. Yeah, very good. Nice. Nice. You should try Papa Murphy's the next time you come through Ottawa. The I'd be glad ba- to. The take and bake. You take it home and cook it yourself. Oh, sounds good. It is good. Excellent. Excellent. All right. All right. <clears throat> Let's get out of here. All right. Yeah. Have a have a week, as Kevin Smith would say. Bye. Bye. <laughs>